McGinty is in like the the way station for the arbiters, I guess, the break room, whatever the hell this is. The water cooler. Talking with other arbiters like, hey guys, uh, you ever not been able to pass judgment on someone? And they're like, nope, never <laughs> happened. He's like, yeah, nope, cool, me either, bye. <laughs> that once, not never. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to another episode of My First Anime. This week, discussing Death Parade episodes 5 through 8. I am your host, Chris Bailey. I am Salvador, also known as Monkey, also known as the Crustle, and also known as the Grim Maple. Keeping the death theme, this podcast. <laughs> and I am Anthony Vaught. But make sure everybody to put your hands up. Hell yeah. So before we even go into our anime minute, I do want to peek behind the curtain a little bit. Mm. Sometimes we do talk about this podcast. There are things we're uh, we're watching for the podcast outside of office hours. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys started um, watching The Office? Good show, right? Hell no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to lose so a lot of So with that, I just want to go ahead and... Uh, hey, Anthony. Yo. Can we talk about Flyers, maybe? Flyers? The song? Which one's Flyers? The intro? Maybe you've heard oh, it a couple yeah. of times. Death Parade's intro? Yeah. Yeah, we can talk about it. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> I, I just want to see how you're feeling about it. You know? Oh, I'm feeling fantastic about it. Oh, uh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I remember you said it on the first episode about how like it's so much better with the animation. Mm-hmm. And yeah, 100%. Like, like at the beginning, I'm always like, kind of like, oh, yeah, I like this song. And then I kind of like, I don't like my mind wanders to like, why? And then like when they start dancing to the everybody, put your hands up. Mm. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Ona and oh, fucking, so fucking good. dancing Clavis's yeah. little elevator dance. Ugh. It's you should just watch everyone's test. facial expressions too. Like mm-hmm. as you watch it when they're doing the line dance, Ginty and Decum are next to each other, and Ginty does not look happy. Mm. He's showing a lot of emotion in the opening. See how I tie it back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That said, my anime minute I would like to spend on they dropped the trailer for Stone Ocean. Oh. And I'm hype as hell. I'm so God. excited. <sighs> Explain it to the uh, people who obviously don't know about anime what Stone Ocean is. Stone Ocean is part six of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Arguably the best part, my favorite JoJo is Jolene. She has my favorite main character stand as well. So very excited for both of those to be animated. God, the cast is just so goddamn good. And it's such a weird, cool part. And also the from what we can hear from the intro. And it's, the intro sounds like another bop, as to be expected from JoJo. You think it's going to be a rock song? It's uh, going to be the final one? They always choose like famous rock songs to end a series. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Or not famous rock songs, but like... Yeah, I was about to say fucking Chicka Cherry Cola, whatever the hell that song is. It's yeah. not a rock song. Which one is that one? Uh, the ending of part three. Oh, okay. Oh, no, not the ending of part three. It might be the ending of part two, because part three is roundabout. Yeah. I don't know. I forget what part it is, but... But did you see the worst thing about the trailer ones? No, I saw nothing bad. Oh, <laughs> I saw something so bad. Is it jo- Jotaro getting so bishy? 
No. <laughs> he sounds so down. <laughs> Who owns it in the States? Huh? Does Someone Netflix have rights? Oh, Netflix, Netflix yeah. has rights. Why oh. does Netflix has rights? Why couldn't Wait. it be Crunchyroll? Who cares? Which, um, as of right now, Crunchyroll has um, uh, been bought by Sony. So I'm hoping that goes well. I'm hoping nothing happens from that. Um Listen, they got to translate stone free as not as stone free, not some weird bullshit. So as far as I'm concerned, Netflix is all right. Considering that Foo Fighters is FF. Uh, they call her FF anyway. Oh, they call her FF? Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's like, we call it, um, I don't know all the characters. So I don't know if they changed any of the characters' names. Do you know? Uh, nope. I don't. None of the characters' names have been changed. Oh, Weather Report is called Weather Forecast. Oh, okay. So they did change something. Which okay. I don't know if that's like a translation thing or if that's a licensing thing because I actually don't know what he's named after. Yeah. Well, as long as they don't have a D&D episode, Sony will be happy. Uh, they don't. They do have a blackface episode, though. <laughs> What's a D&D episode in Sony? What? <laughs> it's community reference slash joke. Oh, what? And then I'm pretty sure Chris kept it alive, which <laughs> is pretty impressive. Okay. Yeah, I was picking up what you were putting down. Mm. But yeah, I'm hoping Netflix gets with the fucking program and put a weekly release. That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. Netflix. Oh, jo- JoJo's going to be weekly. Oh, you think they might let the whole thing air and then bring it? Yeah. Oh, no. What? what? <laughs> I've been talking about the entire fucking time, Owens. I don't know. I thought you were just complaining because that's what you do. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Guess what? Piracy, here I come. You can fuck off, Netflix, if you're going to weekly release. Anything else with the JoJo news? Even though I'm so excited. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm ridiculously excited for it. Uh, Nico Robin rules. That is it. <laughs> that only makes sense in the context of the chapter one piece that just came out. So by the time you hear this, is a long pass. My anime minute, which is anime and me, and not a minute. So this whole thing is a complete lie, you guys. I'm going to say that right now. Um, if you're not watching Ted Lasso, watch Ted Lasso. I'm going to say, going to keep saying it until it's over and I forget about it, but watch Ted Lasso. Also, we watched in the good place. Still fucking holds up and still good. It doesn't need Tristan Tones because the writing is that fantastic. Um, I actually am watching anime, which is surprising. Um, the anime I've been watching, the Incentric Family, whatever it is, it's, it got, I'm like on episode five. I know I'm still taking fucking forever, but it's, it's gotten so good and I've been, I've been enjoying it. I think I might be able to finish it by next week if I'm, if I'm lucky. Although I am doing a D&D thing, so um, got to work on that. And I, and guess what? On Netflix, Simon King came, finally came out, the first 13 episodes. Started watching that. Is that the new Shaman King? Yeah, the new Shaman King. Hmm. Is it a reboot or is it like a new show? It's a reboot. Or a remake, rather. But I mean, is that, are they like keeping the same basic plot lines or are they just making a new Yeah, show? they, so I, I was going to explain that before you really interrupted me. Um, it's called The Conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is a remake. Well, not remake, like... It basically, it's the same show, except it's done this age. Mm-hmm. And I'd tell you one thing, it's it's kind of disappointing. I'm not going to lie. Um, first of all, Crunchyroll's subtitles suck. Like, they're just not good. I don't know who does the lettering on it, but it's garbage because, like, I try to read something and the fucking white morphs into the white. It's like, what are we doing here? Like, give me big old black outlines. I don't know. Like, give me something else so I can fucking read this shit. I did try to watch it in English because that's how Disney watched it. They got like, I don't know how many characters they got from the original English, but they didn't get enough because there's one guy, I forget his name, I think it's Ryu. He's the one with a really long pompadour. 
Um, what's it called? They didn't bring him back, and I'm hoping he's not a bad voice actor. If you guys know what I mean. But I was kind of sad because I was like, I wish he was here because he he brought, he brought stuff up to the show. And the show, I don't know how many episodes are gonna be this um this one because the wisdom ones is like fifty eight or something like that's a crazy amount. But like they're speeding right through it, like. Stuff that we learned at the very end, they tell us in the very beginning of the like the remake. So it's like, huh, that's weird. But it is good to see all the characters back. The animation's kind of not good, which is kind of sad because the other one came out in two thousands, and I had more fun with that animation than I do with this one. Like you can see those shortcuts, and like, God, I miss I miss coin corniness. If you get what I'm saying, you like, so they do this thing. I don't know if you guys know what Shaman King is, but they take they take spirits and they put it inside their body, and the, the 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 spirits take control of their body. It's like stands, but not like stands. And so when they did in the Wizard of Soul, it's like this whole thing, this transformation sequence, or you know what I mean, the sequence of them putting the soul inside their body and them turning into the spirit or whatever it is. This one, they just do it, and it's like, where's the where's the fanfare? So I'm just a little bit disappointed. I'm hoping throughout later in the series it gets better. I'm hoping the animation picks up, um, and that's all. I mean, it's. Eh. I mean, I know it's made for kids, but I'm hoping my nostalgia keeps me in the in though. Anthony, got anything for us, baby? No, uh, watching. I am watching Ted Lasso every week when it comes out. That's it's weird. the last time I've ever like up until Game of Thrones. This is it's been a while since I've watched a show come out every week. You know. <laughs> Uh, it makes sense. I mean, they they have like really similar stakes and tension. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but no, just like something like, of course, everyone knows about Game of Thrones, but something as good, you know, as I've never, I haven't been this excited in a while to watch a show. Mm-hmm. Enough to make it a weekly thing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, trucking along and always sunny. I think I touched on that last week. Are you in season five yet? Uh, no, I think I'm still in four. I think I'm like four or five episodes in four. I watched an episode last night, dude. Season five fucking bangs. Like, <laughs> I'm excited. Nonstop. Uh, and then I've been trucking along on uh, the Cosmere, Brandon Sanderson novel, Elantris, which everyone, all three of us read. I got Way of Kings in the mail today. There you go. How I saw it book? was a thousand pages. I put it back in the mailbox and said, no, thank you. <laughs> He said to Sanderson, sorry, but no thanks. Maybe next time, buddy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've uh, been reading that and I've been slacking on our in general podcast responsibilities. So I've been catching up on that this week. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, that's about it. I'm looking into the Crunchyroll. Uh, so I think I would watch manga if I had an app. So I've been like watch shopping around for manga. apps. Or sorry, <laughs> read manga if I had an app for it. So I've been kind of shopping around for that recently. Because I want to finish Berserk, but every time I remember it, I'm like, just sitting in a plane like, fuck, wish I had something to do right now. Just buy it. You'll be the coolest guy on the plane. <laughs> I say that unironically. If I saw just someone walk out. into a plane and st- just whip out a volume of Berserk, I'd be like, fucking, hello, can we be friends? <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know if I want the uh, someone who would actually walk up to me and say, hello, can we be friends because I bring Berserk. I don't know if I want to be friends with them. Yeah, you do. You've been watching Ted Lasso. Yeah, you do. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're right. I'm not nearly as witty, though. No, you're the Higgins. The other person is the Ted Lasso. Oh, fuck. Uh, anyway, episode five of Death Parade. Death March.
uh, we open up. Ona is sleeping, and we go into a little storybook. This kid, Jimmy, sees a girl outside smiling and skating, and he likes her smile. So he goes out, and as tends to happen in snowstorms, he falls into a fit- pitfall trap. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> yeah, dude, same. Um, he is clinging on for dear life, and the girl helps him out. And Isn't Ona like clinging on for dear life. Yeah, he's, I don't know, man. He seems like he's having a bad time down there. He fell in a hole. How is he clinging? You don't know what's at the bottom. You can see the bottom. You can see the bottom? He was at the bottom of the hole. Dude, it's a fucking pitfall trap. Those are scary. I've played Animal Crossing. (laughs) They do not like it when they fall in them. (laughs) God damn, dude. You said clinging. He's not clinging. He's just on his fucking back. For dear life. Oh, As the ground swallows him like a sarlacc pit. Oh my god! And the girl comes and rescues him. Ona startles awake, and it's like mm, same dream as always. What's up with that? <laughs> uh, what's up with that? She, there's a lot of <laughs> characters kind of going. Hmm, what's up with that in this set of episodes? <laughs> uh, she starts to get ready, and she opens her closet, and there's one different outfit. Any? Do you guys have any thoughts on what that outfit was? What did it oh, look fuck, like? Fuck, I forgot about. Oh, that. I already know, baby. Oh, I okay. already no. Um, it's just a figure skating outfit. That's what I think it is. I actually don't know orange, but I think it's a figure skating outfit. And then it gets answered in the opening. So, mm. yeah, yeah, you're not wrong about that. But I don't think Anthony has been paying that close attention, as most people don't. Yeah. Sorry. What? Oh, good. My God. Okay. <laughs> good. <laughs> Did did you actually not hear that? No, I did. I just, but okay. all I have is she, she's a dress in the closet and something is odd. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Whatever. Uh, I've been trying to pay attention to the opening. I just. I I, just I, I, I wouldn't. You can glean a lot from this opening. In like every time they just say, way. as soon as I hear that everybody put your hands up, I just fuck. I'm just in happy land. Uh-huh. So if it happens after that, then I'm good. No, it's one of those things. Like I try not to pay attention, but then it's like, "Oh, that's figure skating outfit." And then I see a figure skating. I'm like, "Oh, that's her." Okay. Yeah. I see it. yeah. Did you? I mean, I know you showed me like the the opening analysis for this. Did you watch it? Oh, I did watch it, but I did watch it. It might be one of those things. It might be in the back of my mind, but I don't remember me watching mm-hmm. the video. But I'm pretty sure I've watched the video. If you get me yeah, saying, it's a good one. Yeah. There's so goddamn, dude. There's so much in this opening. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. It's one of those things. I might have watched it. We're talking about Mother's Basement. And yeah. uh, he does uh, openings for um, anime stuff. Whereas if you watch any of his videos, you realize that almost all anime openings spoil the fuck out of um, the series. Especially JoJo. JoJo's fantastic openings spoil the fuck out of the show. So... Some of it's kind of a stretch. Like, he's walking up the stairs at this angle, and that means, like, okay, no one thinks that when they're watching the opening. Yeah, but when you put it to contents, like, oh, I can see what that means. Okay. Yeah, and then sometimes it's literally like, oh, you can see this character's head exploding. <laughs> and it's like, that's a little more obvious, but it's a yeah. quick flash. Let, let, let's just say when the, when the girl comes in with the scroll on, I'm like, oh, she's the main character now. Oh, she's, like, part of the crew. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? She shows up in the opening. And when people show up in the opening, they tend to, they're usually part of the, the, the cast. Yeah. Yeah. Although I'm going to say right now, I still don't know why she didn't move on. I'm going to wait until hopefully the last four episodes tell me why she doesn't move on. But like this whole choice thing makes no goddamn well, sense. <laughs> All right. Get ahead of yourself. We'll talk about that. <laughs> uh, Deckham is changing the roulette board to be the girl from Chovit. <laughs> and Ona's like, the hell is that? What are you doing? 
And just says, Nona told me to do so. Yeah. Like, yep, Nona told me to change the board, I guess. All right. Uh, the guests are arriving, and he's like, hmm, something's odd. A uh, man and a boy show up. They go through the arrival procedure. And the man... What a fucking bait and switch this episode is. I just wrote down a kid. Fuck, where's my tissues? Uh, uh-oh. Oh, wow. Wait, no! No, Chris! <laughs> I said, I'm gonna cry, you pervert. <laughs> oh, we're the pervert. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, man. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Uh, the the guy starts to act like he's been here before. He recognizes Deckham. We learn, or we cut over to Nona and Oculus playing <laughs> pool with the solar system. Sweet fucking pool table. God, yeah. it looks so good. I love everything about this pool table. I don't like pool, but if I owned that, I would play pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nona has been in charge for 82 years. He's throwing jabs about her being like a nobody. Mm-hmm. Oculus says that they have played 5,769 games since she took over. And Nona usually wins. Uh, which And he's like, and that doesn't make sense because I'm basically God. Mm. Uh, and Nona tells him that, ah, you never win because I never go easy on you. Because, or no, he says you never go easy on me. He's like, And Nona comes back with that. Ah, well, I can't because if I slack off even once, that's going to ruin everything. She'll get bored and just who the fuck knows. <laughs> and she misses her shot. We come back to the Quindecum where the man has a flashing, has a flash of the mannequins in his memories and freaks out, takes the boy hostage and yells that he's not going through this again. I assume at this point you guys actually thought that this was somehow a repeat guest or something. The soul's done, been here before. Yeah, I thought this guy got reincarnated and somehow gets his memories back. Technically, he has been here before. Technically, yeah. Okay. Um, it's a spoiler for later, but he's obviously, a, they're obviously dummies, so he technically, the dummy has been here before. We come back to the pool game, and Oculus is based, Oculus and Nona are basically just jabbing at each other the whole time. Oculus tells Nona that she's just like Deckham, and needs to super like rigid and strict needs to alleviate uh, her boredom sometimes and then messes up his own shot. Nona wins. Oculus is not pleased. One second. Yeah. Do you know what game they're playing? Like the act, like the form of billiards? Yes. No. So I think they play nine ball later or I think he plays nine ball by himself later, but I don't know what they're playing now. They're playing nine ball right now. How many planets are in the solar system? Oh yeah. That eight. It's fucking well. Yeah, but when we grew up, how many plants were in the solar system? Actually, I'm pretty sure this uses eight in the moon. I don't think they include Pluto. Oh, that's sad. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, that got me when I was like, oh, it's fucking nine ball with the planets because there's nine of them. I'll die on this fucking asteroid (laughs) belt. Have you heard about Pluto? That's messed up. They did my man Pluto wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That's a psych reference for you guys. Never heard of it. Psych? I talked about it several times, but okay. Still never heard of it. I don't know why you would like to get like to our podcast audience about this. They they know He's you to lying. Psych you out. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Uh, okay, so there's two really good quotes in this part. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, uh, I think I don't remember who said it now. I think she says, "Why don't you ask God?" Mm-hmm. And then he says, "God has long since gone." I was like, "Is yep. my man on vacation?" <laughs> Dude, honestly, I love that. Just like as a concept. Of like, nah, God just he peaced out. He's done. He went somewhere. Who knows, man? Mm-hmm. There's a Bo Burnham reference about uh, this stuff too, where he's like, there's a lot, like, 
where he talks about like I think you know God is dead I believe is the song or no art is dead but he mentioned something about God in one of his songs but he says like why would he hang out with us when there's a lot more like cooler aliens than you yeah that, <laughs> I mean that dude sense? we're we're like God made us and then he forgot about us and then he like opened a drawer two thousand years later it's like oh what's going on Ooh. Ooh, okay closing that back up <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Dragon over here. Oops. <laughs> Let's just turn the heat up a little bit and get rid of that. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't get him. I'll check back in another couple thousand years, see how it's going. <laughs> they come back to the Quindecum, and Deckham has restrained the man with wires and tells him the story of the spider's thread, uh, a Buddhist story where someone named Kumbata was sent into hell, but because one time he saved a spider. In his life, he was given a thread, a spider's thread to climb out of hell. And as he was climbing it, a bunch of other sinners started to climb it after him. And he had to like knock them all down and shit. And Tekum punctuates the story with uh, maybe it would have been better if they had never seen it at all. Which I honestly don't know where he's going with this. Yeah, what's yeah, the point of this episode? Like, what does this mean? Is this means, did the guy get out? Is that the question? Did he get out? Or did he... Or is he like sent more into hell because he fucking pushed people that's seeking refuge out? Like, a pro- I think it's probably supposed. I don't know the story. I think it's probably supposed to be the latter, if I had to guess. Of like, oh, he did a bunch of bad stuff getting out, so now it's worse. So he probably he would have been better off if he had just not tried to climb out to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe maybe you should get an answer to that story. Like him fucking telling me about this fucking story. I was like, okay, like what's the point here? You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, Grandma got one over by Red Deal, and this is, that's just the circle of life. Like, we all understand that. But, like, I don't understand this whole spider threat story. <laughs> I, I, I got nothing for you, man. I just... I, I, I'm on... I'm so fucking on your train right now. <laughs> fucking, I'm shoveling the coal while you lead us into this fucking direction. Like, I have no idea what, like... Because the more I think about it, the more I'm like, yo... What? <laughs> I can't tell if Monkey's talking or if I'm just having heat stroke at this point. So I'm just over here trying to parse those things. I was trying to give a really good saying. It didn't. It just came out joke. I was like, oh, oh I was watching a good place. It did it. A come out that one over the way. Rainbow reference, which is one of my favorite Christmas songs. Dan Jingle Bell Rock, you guys. The dude passes out as he is subdued by Deckham's wires, and we see the boy now laying in unconscious Ona down. Deckham tries to get him with the wires. He fucking backflips out of there. And I, I want to know what was going through you guys' head at this point, at this moment. What the fuck did that kid just do? <laughs> this evil ass kid about to show down with Deckham. What are you thinking? Mm. I don't know. I'm thinking, listen, to put it simply, by our man Deckham himself, something is odd. <laughs> God damn it. I love Deckham. Uh, he gets caught by the wires, which I love when he does get caught too. It's like, he does, it's like, oh no, I got caught. It's a little like, oop, like, ah, you got me. Uh, his voice starts to change and water comes out of his mouth and transforms him into Ginty, who we finally get to meet. Finally, this guy. I was waiting for him. Yeah, the reason I didn't recognize him was because his shirt was on. Yeah, and there wasn't a cat bursting out. <laughs> when is his shirt going to come off is a better question. I don't know if it does in the series. What? Oh, well, we, we get some action in the next episode. So. Sells, sells yeah. out. <laughs> sells cashing out now. He was so ready, interested. There's no uh, pink jacket, no shirt coming off. He's out. Why does every fucking redhead have to be angry? 
It's mm. in our blood. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just saying, like, every anime I've watched, every fucking redhead is angry. Just took one for the t- It's in our blood. <laughs> because colors are often used as motifs, and red is often used yeah. as a symbol of, like, passion or anger. I guess you're right. That's what I was thinking, but I like your explanation better, Chris. <laughs> Which, if it's not apparent, I have a lot of passion and anger. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, they talk for a bit. Um, we learn that through this conversation that Ona is a guest that Deccan was unable to pass judgment on because she couldn't remember who she was. So he had her memories erased. Wait, she because she knew she was dead. Right, she remembered everything except for who she was, it seemed. Really? Mm. That's not what I got. I thought she just knew she was dead. Didn't it say couldn't remember who she was? Uh, I just have the girl knew she was dead, and so she couldn't be prompted to play games. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe. And then her memories were erased. Yeah, maybe I misread it then. But through all of this, Deckham has, you know, gotten a bit, quite a fascination with her, kind of being the manifestation of the fascination with humanity that he has. Uh, Then get the attacks. We get a fight scene because anime. (laughs) I did write down, so what'd you think about the uh, fight animation? I thought it was okay. I thought it was pretty cool. I was expecting more from you. No, I, th- I thought it was fine. I don't know. It was kind of weird. I was hoping more like, I was going to say, this set of episodes wasn't as gripping as the first set of episodes. Because I think they, they weren't, but I think they're setting more road work to like break me later. Oh, it's a lot of building. Yeah, but like they could do more, um, we call it, more judgments throughout these episodes. Like this episode wasn't even, I'm thinking, I mean, there was, there was only one judgment in these last four episodes. Mm-hmm. Well, no, two. Those two. Never mind, those two. Yeah, I think doing more judgments, though, would have got pretty stale quickly, though. No, I mean, it was just nice to talk about these judgments. Like, I like talking about the gray parts of people's lives and stuff like that. And I bet there's a lot of gray. A lot of gray. I can't think of anything that has a lot of gray, but I'm pretty sure there's a lot of gray in these two mortal cases that we're about to um, go through. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, that's kind of, yeah. That that's kind of the whole point. Like these four episodes are plunging us like straight into all that gray. Where the last four, if I remember correctly, are then going to kind of do its best to expound and resolve on that stuff, and then leave us to be like, "What do you think?" <laughs> but through G- Ginty, eventually charges at Deckham, and Nona comes in and fucking clotheslines him, <laughs> takes mm. him down, sets him down at the bar, paralyzed. And what does he do to him? Does he hit him in the like? Between the ass cheeks? No, she hits somewhere him in the, in the back. Oh, he's in the back? Okay, my bad. I I mean, that's like a typical Japanese thing. I'm just saying, guys, so. But no, I did say, like, no, no, with the fucking clean tackle. And I said, wait, where did that hand go? <laughs> but later on, when she lets him come back up, she, like, clearly, like, hits him in the back or something like that, or mm-hmm. top of the back. Okay. I love Dona's voice acting. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. I, I, I just want to point out that someone else said they love voice acting who wasn't me. Mm-hmm. I've been paying real close attention to her. Just it hit me. I was like, "Damn, this sounds like really good." And then it just kind of—I've been listening intently ever since. Mm. Um, <laughs> she hasn't paralyzed on the bar, and like, "Hey, Deku, I'm surprised you're getting into it with good old or dumb old Ginty." And he's over there, dumb old Ginty. Yep. Yeah, dumb. <laughs> uh, he's just paralyzed, head down on the bar. Nona scolds Deckham for failing the memory test. Where we learn that they send uh, dummies basically to check if 
the arbiters are doing their job correctly, basically, and Deccan was too distracted by the other guy freaking out to figure out what was going on. And, and he, he looks kind of crestfallen. Like, he looks actually genuinely disappointed that he failed this test and is being scolded by, scolded by Nona. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know. For some reason, I don't think Deccan was distracted. I think something else is happening, but I don't know what it is. Well, he got, he got too focused on the one thing. Okay. Instead of being able to, like, properly assess the situation, realize that he didn't get memories from the kid because it was Ginty. Yeah, I, he just got too wrapped up in it, basically. Yeah. I have a theory. Yeah? I think he likes, like, I think he likes judging people. So when he gets an interesting case like this, he wants to, like, see where this goes instead of turning it in. I think you're I think you're right. I don't think it's so much that he necessarily likes judging people. I think he likes studying people. He yeah, likes what he gets fair. to learn through the judgment process is would be my take. Oh yeah, we also the black-haired woman does pass out. We forgot about that. And this whole thing. Uh the dude crumbles away mm-hmm. as a dummy. And then we get to go meet Castra. I forgot about her. She's so fucking cool. I want to <laughs> hang out with Castra. <laughs> Castra coming out strong with that motherfucking helmet and then <laughs> Bro, the, the blood, blood all the blood. Mm. Oh my god! Dropping gosh. like yo, seven thousand people an hour dying. I'm like, what the fuck is this girl? Uh, I do. Uh, and Nona walks in. It's like, so your boy's not doing too well, huh? <laughs> Referred to Deckham, <laughs> which um, I guess we got the answer in two episodes from now, I believe. But did you guys have any thoughts on that? Like, what the relationship between Nona and Deckham was that Castro was referring to? Ah, uh, no, mm, I don't think so. Okay. Um, we learned that Deckham has been an arbiter for five years. Uh, and as you said, she's like, yeah, people are dying too fast. We need some help up in here. Like, mm. it's getting real hard. Um, we come back out. Ginty is pissed that Deckham won't judge Ona. And Clavis is like, it's okay, buddy. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> Let's go back to your floor. Clavis, my man. <laughs> Love that Clavis is always taking jabs at people, too. <laughs> Kindly old <laughs> elevator dead that just casually ripping people and Deckham's like so you gotta send me somebody and Clem's like nah take a day off we just get the shot of Ona passed out and Deckham just standing there like well shit what do I do now <laughs> uh, Deckham goes and puts Ona to bed and we get a continuation of the storybook we learn the girl in the story is deaf and the kid uh, oh wait is she? Go- yep because he's like let's play and it's like oh she didn't hear him like she doesn't oh yeah so he runs around and like flops around in the snow and stuff to try and communicate that he wants to play. Yeah. And she gets it. They play and have a great time. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though he doesn't know her name yet. Wonder if that's any kind of indication at anything. Wait, we also don't know Ona's name yet. <gasps> what? No. Wait, Chris, are you calling me stupid again? <laughs> no. Look it's at hard you. to tell. <laughs> this guy and his fucking spoilers. Yeah, what a spoiler that we don't know a character's name. <laughs> But what what does that represent? Maybe I don't know. What does it represent? That we don't know her name. Listen, I'm gonna go on a limb here. Hot take. It to, to represent that she's a mysterious character. <laughs> okay. Fucking hard hitting <laughs> analysis, dude. Like, oh my god, public. You need to start publishing some papers. I wrote my thesis on themology. <laughs> You see, the character is in the shadows because we can't Dark see things. them. And then we don't know what they look like when they're in the shadows. <laughs> Therefore, they're shrouded in the shadows. <laughs> it makes it more difficult for us to identify them because 
we can't see them. <laughs> oh my god. I can't think of anything clever. <laughs> As per the usual. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and we we learned that her name is Shabbat. Title of the book. Yes. Um, and the kid looks up at the sky and says, someday I'll convey my feelings for her. Ona wakes up. And the episode ends. The after credit scene is Nona once again reading Shabbat. Uh, I do want to point out um, what's code. When Deckham um, puts Ona inside the end hall bed and he uses the threads to pull her on the bed and then he uses threads to put a blanket over her. I just like, I love that. I love the, the whole thread blanket going over her. Bro, if you could control threads instead of, instead of using your arms, hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's dope. I wonder if every Arbiter has its own power. That's what I was going to ask. That's um, what it seems like because Ginty has his water yeah, stuff. He's got the yeah. water. And a cat. You think Ginty likes jellyfish? <laughs> probably not. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we didn't see no jellyfish inside his place. He probably thinks they're pretentious or something. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking think they're immortal, stupid-ass jellyfish. <laughs> I like Ginty. Yeah, we're speaking of Ginty, well, actually, you ready yeah, to go yeah, to episode the, 6? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, verbal confirmation at Done With Episode 5? Yeah. Episode 6! Cross heart attack. Uh, and this is the one character I intentionally left out of the initial. This is the final uh, official voice actor thing I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to do one for Mayu. It's a very quick one. In the Japanese, she is voiced by Atsumi Tanazaki, who we have talked about before as Tomei from Mob Psycho. Oh, uh, and she is in the English voiced by Leah Clark, who does Mavis Vermillion in Fairy Tale, who I think is important. Yes, yes. Uh, Himiko Toga from My Hero Academia. Super important. In uh, Mio from Nichijo. And Hikari in the Rebuilds of Evangelion. But yes, I intentionally left her out because I know she's in the intro, but I didn't want you to watch this episode knowing that she had more importance because I <laughs> talked about her in the t- at the top. Truthfully, I didn't know she was super important until the last episode we watched. Eight. Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> that makes sense that you wouldn't. But yeah. Oh, okay. I-, I didn't want to give away give away her importance until it was at least until her game was complete. But um, yeah, as we said, it's Deckham's day off. So now he gets to go see what Ginty's up to. See how he judges people. A girl exits an elevator. She thinks it's a haunted house, runs around singing her ghost song. That's that actually lot. funny. Uh, no, she's, she's a lot. <laughs> she's a lot. Um, which also, this is the closest this show gets to a comic relief episode. Hmm. This, whole sh- this whole episode is a comic relief episode. That's what I said, this episode. You say you you said this is the closest we get to a comic oh. relief episode. I'm saying this episode is complete comic relief episode. Uh, you two are cute when you argue. Also, I'm just gonna say that toy in all hell, just like is the most annoying thing ever. God, I just she's see a every lot, single dude. Time, I just see it every single time. I'm just like, why does she have this toy in all hell? And like, I'm just trying to understand how this thing works. When it finally like pops out of all hell, I'm just like. I don't understand how this thing works. I don't understand how she puts the fucking toy in her hair and how it stays like that. It's just like, it bugs me. I enjoy... <laughs> Listen, I greatly enjoy Mayu, I think. I don't think I could be in the same room with her for more than 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, no. I No, there's no way I could be in the same room as her. Uh, but but her running around shows us a little bit of the Ginty, which is Ginty's bar. Yep. 
Uh, very like traditional Japanese kind of stuff, which is interesting. I like the bar. The bar is pretty cool. Yeah, I'd hang out here. Yeah, I like I like it being old fashioned. Basically, uh, she shows up at the bar. Ginty is bored. It's like you're late. Guy's already here. <laughs> which of course, fucking Mayu is somehow late to her appointment with her. The judging yeah. of her soul. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you could be late. Like, well, no you one can't did. be late. No, there's no way you can be late. Like, Kitty's just being a fucking asshole to her right now. She was late though. You can't be late. How how are you gonna show up late? Arata's to, already chilling, bro. You can't show up late to something you don't know of. It doesn't matter. She's late. You can't be late. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, Have we met him yet, Harada? Yeah. Yeah, you can. You want to talk about Harada? Well, I just I gotta really like. <laughs> I, I feel like Ginty just said fuck it. Like <laughs> he's an idol, she's a fangirl, and Ginty is sad. <laughs> Which I think is weird because like these guys are not supposed to have emotions. So Ginty's like super weird, but he has emotions up the wazoo. I think emotions mm-hmm. is like kind of the. I, it's weird that they use emotions. I think that's yeah, definitely the wrong term for yeah. them to use. But I, I understand what they mean when they say it. Okay, is it like compassion? Is I, that what I they think mean? it's supposed to be more towards like empathy or like okay, general human emotion. Because even though they all display emotion, none of them seem to really understand humanity. Yeah, that's fine. I just thought, it's like this whole emotion thing, it's like, see, I'm wondering because we know that somebody in Nona's school has um, emotions inside of them, which I think everybody's is like, it's Deckham. But I'm like, is it red herring? Is it Ginta that has the emotions? Because like Ginta is the one who is fucking angry, like all the fucking time. And angry is an emotion. But like, I don't think it's red herring. I just think emotion is just a badly word vocab for them to use. Yes, I totally agree. So yeah, I wrote that down too because uh, it seems like we have to try to distinguish between emotion and personality. Yeah. No. Um, well, I mean, if you kind of, this is my deep delve. Okay. Cause initially I'm skipping ahead a little bit into seven. Yeah. But initially we have like, uh, okay. So obviously there's some shit going on with Nona putting in him emotions. It's pretty obvious. She's hinting at Decim, Decum. I don't know if she specifically like said Decum is the one with human emotion yet, <laughs> but it's almost like 99% obvious. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, so when that, I, I wasn't that completely on board with it initially because I was like, wait, Ginty's the one that shows all the emotion. And I was like, wait, this girl is like human, but she's like, has her emotions or like, but she doesn't have the eyes. I was like, which one of these three is she actually referring to? And then I've kind of landed on, it seems like Decim for the most part. But so that way, that means like they just, they're not defining emotions and personality kind of thing. Yeah. And in my head, I was like, well, if you're going to make like these dummies, right? And you're going to give them, like, um, kind of, it makes sense to me, the way I rationalize it, is like, you give them a personality, and emotion can be part of their personality, but they're not feeling it. So they can interact with mm. the world and show anger or show, like, annoyance or something like that, but they don't actually feel angered or annoyed. That's actually, that that's an interesting thought, actually, that I hadn't considered, yeah. Yeah, that, that kind of ruins what I was going to say, because I was going to say, I watch Inside Out. And we all can see rage as an emotion, but you you took you took it you took my tables right under me. If that's well, how that thing goes, yeah. No, I mean that that's a perfectly good theory, and I'm kind of sad now. But I had this whole funny joke that, about Inside Out and how how great it is, and how it shows emotions and stuff like that. How great is it? No, 
we can oh, go I'll on. <laughs> Um, yeah, that, that, I think that is an interesting theory, especially since it's a good defense of them using emotion, which I really took issue with. Like mm. I said, I feel like they should have used like empathy or humanity, something more abstract, I think. Especially since, hey, Nona shows a shit ton of emotion in these episodes. But isn't the thing is, I don't think to me, Nona is not these people. If you she say. is, though, is she's an orbital like these people? She was, yeah. yeah, she took over in the last 82 years before that, she was an arbiter, yeah, but like. That doesn't mean that when you get your promotion, you might get emotions put into you. Mm, that. <laughs> because, hey, guess what? It's a promotion. I don't see how getting emotions is a promotion. <laughs> They've done uh, nothing I mean, good for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, watch, if you watch one of my favorite Disney movies, uh, Inside Out, it will tell you how you need emotions and how it keeps you sane. I went back to it, you guys. <laughs> Inside Out's good. I enjoyed it. I cried probably. Um, real quick on Harada before we jump into the deepness of this episode. The hits keep coming, guys. Mm. With uh, the voice cast. Oh, yeah. Harada is someone we know intimately. Mm. Uh, he is. He does a lot. I think he like sings and acts and shit. But we talked about him as our boy Okabe. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Really? Wow, I didn't recognize Harada him. is like he he does he has a lot of huge roles, but you know, we've already talked about him. But yeah, Okabe is he back being a fucking the complete opposite of Okabe. <laughs> Maybe that's why I hate him. <laughs> uh but much like you guys and Genti's attitude, Mayu is not having any of it. Mm. She's like, fuck off. I don't know what you're talking about. You suck. And then she sees Harada, immediately recognizes him, fangirls out over him super hard. And then they're like, okay, let's go play this game. And we roulette. And they don't say it because copyright, <laughs> but we play Twister. <laughs> and the, the cat is there to press the buttons. Okay, random mm. question. A, yeah. Sorry, Memine is there to press the button. If you had to think of another name for Twister, what would it, what would you guys say? <laughs> no? Nobody? I'm trying to think of a clever retort. I know there are others because I've definitely like seen off-brand Twister. Okay, I, I'm going to say... My first answer has to go dots. I think dots is a good... good consensual dry humping. Those are the bad candies. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Those candies are colorful like uh, Twister is. I'm just saying, dots seem pretty good. I, I can't think of anything like fancy. Like I also say, but the first thing that came to my head is dots. And you always go with your guts, people. Always go with your guts. I want to smell my friends. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I already said mine, but I think you guys missed it. I'm not going to say it. No, anything. I heard it. Okay. Oh, what was it? I didn't hear him. It was uh, semi-consensual dry humping. Oh, okay, okay. God, can we talk about this cute, well-behaved cat? It, use her name. Sorry, me, me mine? Memine? Memine. I need one of those. Fucking cute, well-behaved kitty. Yeah. You know, the fact is, the fact is, injured is fantastic, too. Oh, it, it couldn't be injured. Maybe it just, like, has that full show. Yeah, I mean, it does have a bandage, and it does look like uh, her tail is a little, like, scuffed up, too. Yeah, she's on her 10th life. That's dude, that might be my favorite line for this entire set of episodes. <laughs> where Mayu's like, oh, the kitty. And he's like, use her name. <laughs> use her name. He's one of those guys who's like, I don't want a pet. And then he's cuddling with it. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Ginty explains. The, oh, they talk about how they, have, how they have no memories, obviously. Ginty explains the rules. <laughs> and then this is where Ginty gets mad at not using Memine's name. Yep. And the game starts. I love also, that he's reading a magazine. Yeah. He. Although it's a magazine of the memories, so it's weird because the memories should be in his head. 
But maybe he's like double analyzing it. Or maybe he's just reading a fucking magazine. <laughs> no, the magazine literally shows the, like what's happening in their lives. Oh, it only shows... We only get the one page of Harada's stuff, which totally could have been in a real magazine. But I... I, I mean, obviously, this whole episode is to like show the contrast between how Deckham and Ginty do it and how different Arbiters can do it. And like you realize almost immediately how loose the rules are for them. Because Ginty's yeah. like, go fucking play Twister. I don't know. Don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. And doesn't explain anything. Yeah, he just fucking yeets them off and then he like waits until like it's time to actually do the... Yeah, yeah he doesn't even tell them it's a death game until... I don't think he even checks it. For, no, he doesn't even be like, hey, so you guys don't remember anything, right? Cool. Like they have mm-hmm. that conversation as they're walking into the room. They're like, hey, do you remember anything? No, me either. Oh. Weird. Oh, like, yeah. It's not even a part of that. for us, yeah. Oh, I, th- I also think it's funny. Uh, Ginty does have to walk to his games while... Uh, Deckham, his games get summoned. Yeah. It just shows like the complete like lack of decorum between the two um, boss. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I like that. But yeah, Ginty starts to read. <laughs> I wrote Ginty and Mayu get along great. I'm sure they bicker again at the start of the game. Yeah, 100%. Because she's always like, uh, like, why is he so rude and shit like that? Yeah. Uh, Ginty starts to read the magazine, as you mentioned, which talks about uh, Harada's many uh, womanizing exploits. Yep. Uh, we get the upskirt, and Mayu does a flashback of her reading an underwear catalog, and she's just happy to be here. <laughs> really, like <laughs> she's like, "Oh, you know what? He's a guy, and also it's Harada, so it's cool. I'm having yeah. a great time." Mm-hmm. Interesting take on uh, what anime usually does in this scenario. Mm. <laughs> and Harada is like, "Damn it! I wish you were cuter." Mm. Fuck! Come on, Okabe. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Harada flashes back to him being with a woman. And then when it comes to his turn, impresses Mayu with his crazy flexibility. The dance oh, yeah. prince of CHA. God. The, like the animation of him draw of him like doing these things is so funny. So good, so extra. Yep. I said I said so extra too, Anthony. <laughs> oh, he just fucking yeets his foot up in the air and just <laughs> Mayu having a great time. Harada, not so much. Get a lot of flashes of her, them in very compromising positions with her being very happy and him be like, oh man. <laughs> we get a montage of that as time passes. Uh, they want to take a break. And Ginty's like, oh, by the way, you might die. Anyway, <laughs> uh, he presses his device and the spots turn to the symbols. Mayu takes his ter- her turn and the board becomes super hot. Harada gets his turn and it turns into wind. I love the wind animation, dude. God, it's so the good. The fucking faces are so good. Like, it kind of reminds me of, uh, I was getting major uh, Adventure Time vibes, which I'm sure you, the meme has come around where like when, uh, uh, when Finn gets like spit on his face and his face just crumples into like this ah, fucking thing it's it oh i love that animation style yeah i think they do like such an amazing job with mayu's face in general throughout this episode mm-hmm. they make her look like seven different people <laughs> yeah. yeah i fucking I, I think the wind part was my favorite animation sequence so far yeah it's it's really good hey uh i might as well talk about this though go ahead do but it. um thus this new twister game with it being hot cold windy and um Spikes <laughs> and spikes. This this clued into spikes. I'm just saying, 
this Sisters game seems a lot more fun with all this. Like, if it wasn't, like, death-defying, like, imagine the Sisters game, like, you hit the fucking red and it's, like, heat, and then you have to try to stay on while the other person, like, hits the cold or whatever it is or hits the wind. I just, I think that would be a lot more fun. I Legitimately, I was like, I kind of want to play this game. Like, if it wasn't, like, trying to kill me, I'm like, if it was toned down a little bit, this seems fun. <laughs> I'm not interested in any game that doesn't want to burn my flesh off. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's how me and you're built differently. But like, I legitly like this game could be fun. <laughs> okay, well, I'm okay. You go ahead and you look up Jigsaw on the yellow pages and see what he's got for you. <laughs> I must say, it seems like the Kickstarter might be a little much for this game. Yeah, the equipment needed to play might be a. <laughs> if we hit 100,000 patrons, Monkey will build himself his own saw game and play it. There's like a torture game in like the video game museums. Have you guys heard about this? No. No, it's like uh, not really a torture game. It might be in Germany, but like supposedly there's like I know there's like a pong game, but if you're if you're playing against somebody and they miss, you get shocked, hmm. and that seems that seems fun too. Like I don't know, not having real life consequences, but have like consequences just seems fun. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there are plenty of games that are just like admit there. There's an entire game where that has like just um paddles or whatever people hold on to and then it, it just does not a countdown but a, yeah, a sound goes like, off and everyone has to press the button last person to press the button gets shocked or oh, everyone those but always the first look person so much fun have you heard of michael reeves oh god here we go oh my gosh this guy in his fucking youtubers anthony's michael reeves minute yeah let's go he played he made otv play taser tag like laser tag but with tasers oh god it's yeah. a good episode it's fantastic that's all i got <laughs> okay after okay. the wind comes the ice. Oh, and and in like, you know, typical anime shit during the wind, um, Mayu's skirt is obviously blowing up and she yells at Ginty not to look. And he's like, I don't care. What are you talking? No one cares. Don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> the ice comes and they get frozen gradually. Harada's turn comes and he is completely frozen to the ground. What's he going to do? How's he going to get out? But don't worry, guys. Don't sell an idol short. Harada busts out of the ice. His clothes literally explode. God, look at his body. Uh, his underwear was awesome, too. His clothes did fucking explode. <laughs> we, do a, we get a flashback to a concert from Myers' perspective. He slams down again onto the yellow, which is a bunch of question marks. And the rest of the board and the floor fall away. And it's just a bunch of spikes. I was disappointed with this. What do you mean? I was disappointed. No, I wanted them to play the game a little bit more. Like, with this new setup. I understand it would be, like, putting more money in the animation budget. But, like, I would love to see this game played a little <laughs> bit more. Like, this whole spike thing, I'm like, this is really dumb. Like, obviously, they're not going to die from the spikes. Like, we know. Well, we know that. Yeah. No, I know that, you guys. But I'm just saying, like, I wish I could saw some more code, fire... Um, we call wind accent. Like, I wish we could see these guys actually like trying hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. The whole ending of this was like pretty lackluster to me. Um, I disagree completely, and it's all because of Ginty. But we'll talk more about that. Okay. Uh, he's like, the game ends when one of you falls off. Have fun, nerds. <laughs> he starts to get into it as they are. Struggling to stay up. He thinks, entertain me for all your worth, you stupid humans. Uh, Harada is considering pushing her off as she is despairing. Uh, we learn that all of her 
<laughs> struggle with this is because she has to pee. Not because she cares about the game at all. Yeah, she doesn't care about the game and she doesn't want the idols to see her pee. I mean, listen, if the options are jump into a pit of spikes or pee myself in front of my favorite idol, I feel like the answer is obvious. I guess, I wait, I'm going on. straight for those spikes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Listen, every, anyone would do the same. Literally anyone. I can't say that. I, I guess think you're I not just, wrong. I think I just yeah. pissed myself. You just would need the right person behind you. I don't know if there's a single person in the world that if I, if my life was like threatened, then I wouldn't just like the first thing that goes like okay, I'm just gonna go ahead and piss myself right now. Uh, Harada is inching closer, about to push her off, and Mayu's like, "I'm dropping out. I'm done." What a dick! She tells him how big of a fan he is, she is, how he got her through a bunch of hard times. He, she knows about all the like womanizing stuff and all the. The scandals about him, but it doesn't matter. She's still a fan. He still lifts her spirits. Not good, and you guys. Not good. Not good. No, he's not a great guy. No, she, she's also like looking past someone's um really bad defects. Not a good thing. Not a good thing. So yeah, same. also not great. But you know, not not actively malicious. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you have to say the the um. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's just not not good. Not good. I forgot. When do they have the memories uh, of like the last memories? Uh, he's about to, they're about to have their last memories. Okay. Does she have like how they die falling? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she gets hers as she's falling. Yeah. Um, she, she finishes by saying you treat your fans special. We get a Harada flashback of him breaking up with a girl and then seeing that she committed suicide. Hmm. Um, which fucking sucks. Harada's not a good guy, but at least to his credit, like he, even in life was like really broken up over it. He was not happy. He like, he was like, oh shit. This sucks. Well, I did I cause this? I fucked up real bad. Like, yeah, I mean, he he caused this, but it's like one of those things. Like, I don't know. It's it's so bad because I mean, he, he has so much power in the relationship. When you think about it, like with any fan that he hooks up with, mm-hmm. just because obviously they're just gonna like him no matter what. It's just like a bad. Is this this is just not good either way. Like it yeah. sucks. Really, like he he does. <laughs> He does care about this girl's life. Like he he didn't want her to die. He didn't want her to suicide, but he just didn't think about it that way. Like she's gonna put that he's gonna push her to like where she kills herself. Yeah. And it's just one of, it's just one of those things like you, you you don't think about that. You never think about that until it actually happens. So it's like, yes, he is a really bad guy, and the fact that he does take control of these women or whatever it is, but he didn't actively try to kill this woman. So like he was just playing the game and I, it's just like all shitty. Yeah, and hey, uh, all you YouTubers and Twitch streamers out there and shit, you could maybe learn from Harada. Okay, dude's genuinely upset that he played his fan. None of these half-ass fucking fake apologies. No, I mean the thing is, I don't think he even learned his lesson. And I d- well, that, uh, I don't I, think he did either. No, I, mean, I don't no, necessarily no, he think he did either. Be, but he also because, did because he. He hooked up. He hooked up with his with the sister because the sister. He thought the sister was a fan. I don't think I. I would. I'm. I, they don't confirm either way. But I'm sincerely willing to bet that he had no idea that was the sister. No, no, no. That, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying like he saw. He saw that this girl dies and decide to go fuck another fan. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, man. What do you want him to do? He's got. He's got to move on. Can't just stay on oh, it his whole life. Oh my god. I mean, he could like. He's like, maybe the way I like the may the way that I'm approaching, maybe I need to stop. 
Like, maybe I need to stop taking advantage of these women. Clearly, they would do anything for me. He already feels bad. Um, you want him to get better, too? Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking so much of people. <laughs> yeah, I know my man's trolling. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just like, it's just, I don't know. It's so weird. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Harada's yeah. a piece of shit. Mayu drops and Harada catches her, realizing now that he, he basically tells her, you reminded me why I do this, what made it special in the first place. I need my fans as much as they need me. Seemingly, if he is realizing his mistakes and like his transformation into like a detached piece of garbage, this is that moment for him. They are both crying. A tear drops onto Mayu's face and merges with her own tear. Some anime ass shit, bro. <laughs> and she <laughs> drops. And as she falls, one of my favorite parts in maybe this entire set of episodes, she remembers her own death where she slips on a bar of soap and hits her head in another great <laughs> Mayu face. It's so good. This like the ending of like how she died is just a great scene. And she doesn't have the moment of like, oh shit, I'm dead. She's like, she's dead. She's like, are you fucking kidding me? That's how. Come on. Are you are you futurely relating, Chris? No. I mean, honestly, yeah. If I died in some stupid ass way and I got revealed to me, I'd probably have the same. I'm like, really? God damn it! Like, come on. That that's how I went out. Really? Ugh. Uh, she lands on the spikes at their bouncy. Doing. We come back up to Harada, who is hugging a pole and being real sad. Um, we get another flashback to his death of a woman leaving him in a hotel room. And she's like, hey, I bought you a present. Bye. He opens it and it is a bomb from the <laughs> sister of the woman who killed herself. I'm going to say this right now. I fucking love this scene. Oh my gosh. This woman just went savage on this guy. This woman made a fucking bomb, a heart-shaped bomb, and blew this motherfucking guy's ass out. I was like, hell yeah. Mortal's not you good. You guys don't ever mortal somebody. Don't ever fucking do it. But goddamn, this girl was savage. I was rooting for her. I was just like, hell yeah. This, this fucking piece of shit person killed your sister. Not really, no. but like that's the way you look at it. Revenge never is never good. Revenge is never good, you guys. Don't revenge. Just move on. Eh. But like, Chris, God damn, shaped like a heart too. So much uh, showmanship. Oh, so good, so, so good. Showmanship. Listen, if you're gonna blow someone up, do it in style. Although she, she's going to the void. We we can already we can already talk about that. Well, she's going to the void. I feel like that uh -huh. is going to be debatable after the next. Uh, <laughs> Well, we'll talk about that next week when... <laughs> oh my god! So you're telling us somebody is not going to go to the void next week? No, I, I... Dude, honestly, the two characters in the final episodes, I really don't remember what happens to them. Okay. Um, <laughs> Ginty is down at the bottom of the pit with the spikes, and he's trying to go up to Bayou and be like, Haha, so you realize you're dead. Like, give the whole Arbiter speech about yeah. Judge of the Soul. She's like, dude, I don't care. I want to take a shower. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I need to change the clothes. Man, I think, honestly, I understand that this is the comedic relief episode, but I was really pissed off about this part. <laughs> well, because well, this was, shit was like kind of emotional and it was getting like back to the raw thing that I really liked. And then they were like, clothes and shower. And I'm like, fuck, God. That's so funny. I did, This whole episode, I was like, this is a joke episode. Like, I was disappointed with this episode, but like, I was into it. 
I was into it. I mean, it, it is and it is. Well, uh, I'll I'll kind of wrap it back in when we get to the end of it. I mean, I've been talking about how this guy's a piece of shit and all this other stuff. I mean, no, I mean, in terms of like why it's presented this way, I think I I think writing it off as a joke episode is kind of doing it a disservice. Everything I do is a disservice to the fucking anime that I watch. That's true. <laughs> I, I just really thought it took away from this kind of visceral, raw moment. Sure. And I, I think that that's, you know what? That's exactly the point. Mm. Because that's what that's what Ginty needed. He needed that visceral, raw emotion. But then when neither of the, I mean, he kind of does, but then he comes around. But when Mayu just completely refuses, not actually refuses, but like <laughs> just, just doesn't play the game at all, really. It, it just blows up Ginty's whole thing. Oh, yeah, you're right. She doesn't play the game. Like it should be. Um, Harada is still sad at the bar and because he's dead. And Mayu comes out looking completely different. Both of them are like, mm, okay. <laughs> I fucking hate Harada. Yeah, Harada sucks. <laughs> Harada throws Ginty's doll. He's in the back. Don't throw it! God damn, the man just had the realization that the sister of someone that he dated who committed suicide, he had all the feelings come up and then he just sees a new girl and he's like, whoa, you're much prettier now. Like, oh, fuck this dude. Yeah, and then they start flirting or whatever and Ginty's like, what the hell is with these people? Oh, and that that's uh, actually the end of that episode. We get um, a montage during the credits of Cross Heart Attack doing stuff. Yep. After the credits, we get Memine playing with an eyelash. It's fucking adorable. Uh, and then Harada performs for Mayu, Dekum, Ona, Ginty, and Clavis. <laughs> uh, he's doing his whole performance. And he does the like the yay or whatever. Mm-hmm. The love on. The yays are good. Mayu's way into it. Clavis is way into it because of course he is. <laughs> yeah. Ona and Dekum are both like yay. Yeah. And Ginty's like. Mm. Yay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, I love, I love this scene. This scene was so funny. I kind of want to rewatch it now because it's just like so left field and so funny. Yeah, this was good. I love the outro too <laughs> of the show. Oh, yeah. But fuck, Arado is such a penis. Yeah. I mean, he is kind of a penis. That's his whole deal. <sighs> um, But specifically with Mayu, as mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. Yeah, she's the focus, but two I, I episodes from now. Like, it's just the fact that, like, neither of them at any point during this seem to care that they're dead. True. And that's given Ginty a real hard time. Is Hawada still alive? Um, We have or not seen win? him again. Okay, so he's dead. Or he's been to the... He's reincarnated. You think he got reincarnated? Well, Do you want me to answer any of no. this? No, 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 no. Oh, wait, okay. does it... So what's in the last four episodes? You will learn more about what happened to Harada, yes. Okay. Then why would you tell us? Why would you spoil it for us? Well, I was got I wore meant in like terms of vagaries. If you want me to answer, like nope. Okay. Yeah, don't don't spoil it for us, Owens. Hey, spoiler. Harada takes over for Ginty. Ginty becomes a cat. <laughs> what he's saying is true, and we we're not, we could be eating our words next Call week. Oh, Chris, rotten fruit. Cause all he does is spoil. Are you the back on of a trunk, Chris? What? Because you're a spoiler. <laughs> okay, I didn't get that one. <laughs> it's because it was terribly worded. I bought the back of a trunk. Speaking of spoilers, episode seven. <laughs> Speaking of poison, which is what okay. this <laughs> you guys try to make jokes is. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna ask right now. What do you guys think they, these two should be put in? Um, I think that is a bigger question that I'm not ready to talk about. Okay, Anthony, <laughs> because since you want, haven't watched anything in 
past these four episodes. Uh, mm. What do you think these two? This is a toughie. This is a real toughie. I think Mayu's easy. I think she uh, comes back. I don't think her life was completely fulfilled. I think she has more to give. Um, I think Harada would actually be back and reincarnated too. Um, I don't think he was like, I really don't think he was like meant to do it. He's just a penis. I think it was just, <laughs> I think the soul's good. I think uh, the soul in that situation with all those experiences was uh, made him more how he is. I think the soul's still good though. Put in a different experience. I think that soul's fine. Okay. God, I'm the next arbiter. Gonna offer your own opinion? Oh, I was hoping someone would ask me, but I didn't want to bring it up for myself. No, it's okay. Episodes. <laughs> yeah. Fuck okay. it. Sal, what do you think? <laughs> uh, no, um, I don't know. It's kind of weird because, I mean, I, as you guys can see, I'm not a fan of uh, Hoada, whoever his fucking name is. The fucking idol boy guy. But what he did, he hasn't really did. He did. Oh, he did such shitty things. But like, I guess in the grand scheme of things, I guess he can get reincarnated. And like Mayu, like she didn't do anything with her fucking life, so it's just reincarnate her. So like, I see no problem with that. But like, yeah, that's all. Like, I don't know. I don't like the fucking guy though. Like fucking, if this was up to me, he would die. But like, if we doing with with, with the rules in the universe. As of right now, like we, pro- I'll probably reincarnate him. But like, yeah, remember, we have to keep our emotions out of it. Yeah, my personal belief though, this guy needs to die in hell. Okay. Also, it's not hell. Orange void. I'm classing these things whatever I want to. Okay. <laughs> okay, you're wrong. <laughs> I, it doesn't fucking matter, dude. This guy's going to the bad place, and she's going to oh the my good God. place. <laughs> you're going to the fucking bad place. You're going to the goddamn void. <laughs> you're, so- <laughs> you're just like, hey, monkey, what do you see? What, what color do you see? He's like, it's either red or blue. I was like, are you sure it's not purple? No, it's red or fucking blue. There's no in between. Here's the goddamn color wheel. There's only three on it. <laughs> None of this in between bullshit. <laughs> Episode seven, alcohol poison. Oculus is playing planet pool, and he cites his rules to himself. One, arbiters cannot stop passing judgment because that's the sole reason they exist. Two, arbiters cannot experience death for that would bring them too close to human. Three, arbiters cannot experience emotions. They are dummies. Uh, Ona wakes up, same dream again. Ginty is in like the the way station for the arbiters, I guess the break room, whatever the hell this is. The water cooler. Talking with other arbiters, like, "Hey guys, uh, you ever not been able to pass judgment on someone?" And they're like, "Nope, never <laughs> happened." He's like, "Yeah, nope, cool, either, bye." <laughs> that once, not never. <laughs> I, I like these arbiters. I would stay with someone more often. You mean like, Spike Spiegel? Yeah, I was gonna really say Spike Spiegel's hell. I was like, "Huh, the Spike Spiegel's hell." <laughs> Spike's doing pretty good work in the afterlife. Yeah. Um, I'm even gonna say these uh these these three walls that the guy put out, both of them are already broken. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like uh the emotion thing we know is broken and what was the other can't stop what? passing judgment and can't experience death. Yeah, because one of them does stop passing judgment because he goes to the science laboratory. So both those rules was broken, but no no. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the third rule, but probably Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, Deckham might be somebody. To experience death? You think Deckham's going to die? I mean, maybe he already experienced it. 
maybe his memories experienced death or something like that. Hmm. Okay. Unless it's a red herring and it's Ginta, but that'd be really dumb if it's Ginta. But I'm looking out for it. I'm looking for the red herring. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ginty leaves frustrated, waiting for the train. We come back to Ona. She's looking at a bookcase and is like, oh, that's weird. What's this book? All the others are about alcohol. Uh, and she finds Shavat. Uh, she gets a memory of herself as a little kid, still with that white streak in her hair. She's Got fucking adorable. Yeah, I was really surprised she had the white streak in the hair. I thought that was a death thing. Just, just her style from when she was four years old. Yeah. Ride it all the way. Respect. Uh, and she's having Shavat read to her by an older woman, presumably her mother. She drops the book in shock and we cut over to Nona once again reading Shavat and enters finally Quinn. We get to meet her. Finally, we get finally. to meet her. I was wondering when she heard was her coming voice in. once. Um, we come back to Ona pretty quickly and she realizes she's dead. <laughs> Halfway through the series, she's like, ah, shit. I'm dead. I got six more episodes to worry about this. She finds out she's not in a good place. Yeah. What's up? That's a good place reference for all the people who watch Good Place. Say Good Place one more fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember, I think, well, I, I don't think she just found out. I mean, I guess now. Oh, she just remembered. No, she just remembered. <sighs> yeah. Or just realized it, even if she does. She didn't remember, but she she kind of put it together, I think, is kind of the implication. Um. I disagree. With her figuring out she's dead? Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because uh, when she came out the elevator and she was like, I'm dead. And then she got her memories erased. She already knew it then. Right. But she had her memories erased. Mm-hmm. So, that's so she a... forgot she was dead. <laughs> so she realized for the second time this season, series. That but she, she doesn't dead. remember dying still. She just knows that she's dead. Is, that's the important distinction, I think. Because hmm. everyone else, you know, as they go through like the judgment process, they get the the gradual memories leading up to their death. Mm-hmm. She's she didn't get that. She first. had the one memory of her being read the book. And Just then, now. And then, yes, exactly. So we don't remember, we don't know what memory she had when she first walked out the elevator, though. Presumably everything, I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that was the, yeah, that's the assumption I was going with. Um, but then, like, I just, I find it hard to believe as a human myself. I find it hard to believe that if I woke up in this place and I'm judging other humans or like assisting judging other humans that I don't assume that I'm already dead. Well, she didn't know that she was a human is the thing, I think. Maybe. She was led to believe that she was now that I can't whatever to. these people are. There, there was never an indication that, hey, you're just a regular ass human. Welcome. Yeah, I guess that's hard to tell because the things that separate her from she could assume that ah, that's a lot. Yeah, I don't know. Because she doesn't get the memories. I'm pretty sure she can tell. I don't know if there's any mirrors, but I'm assuming she knows that her eyes are different. Yeah, presumably, I think. Yeah, But I mean, she's also not like an weird. arbiter. She's an assistant, so I don't know. A human not knowing that you're a human. I didn't account for that in my logical calculations. <laughs> glasses. Okay, well, if you'd like any more things to be proven wrong about, you, you know where I am. <laughs> uh, Duckham arrives with groceries, and Ona asks about the book. Being like, hey, whose is this? Who put this here? And is about to say that she realized that she was dead, but doesn't. Uh, yeah, she, she back. fucking withholds that information. She doesn't want to go to the bad place. You think she's gonna get? You think she thinks she's gonna get judged? I. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, she's gonna go to the bad place. She already lied. That's that's always bad place material, you guys. God damn it! This is sarcasm, you guys. If you guys don't know, <laughs> it's just it's physically hurting now. <laughs> 
uh, Deckham is like, oh, maybe Quinn left it here. She's the one who used to run the Quinn Deckham. Okay, first of all, is Quinn Deckham named after Quinn? And Deckham. Yeah, named after both of them. Okay. Or maybe it's because it's on floor 15. I don't know. Okay. That's really weird every time we say Quinn. There's a point in this flashback, actually, where Nona, I believe, is like, by the way, you're Deckham now. Oh, like, like okay. maybe he had a different name, but now that he's running the Quinn Deckham, he goes by Deckham. Okay, that's cool. Do we know what the other guy's um, place is called? Viginti. Ginti? Oh, so Viginti. it's actually named after... So Vi Ginti. Okay. So he's actually named after the, the floor. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Okay, I didn't notice that fact. Um, so yeah, we go to the flashback of Deckham getting his assignment from Nona. Uh, we learn that Nona is on the 90th floor, uh, as Ginty is mocking <laughs> quit, uh, Deckham be like, yeah, 15, that's pretty low, nerd. Fucking lame. And Clavis is like, you're on 20, aren't you? That's not that far off. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Clavis just keep people's fucking ego and shit. Hell yeah. So if Dessa means 10, Ginty's like related to 20, Nona's related to 90, and Clavis is related to boss-ass bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> so guys, here's my theory. Here's my pet uh-huh. theory. Okay. Clavis is God. Mm. <laughs> yeah, hear me out. No, nope, I'm on board. <laughs> okay, great, because I had nothing. <laughs> Ginty, yeah, as we learn, it's going to be on 20. Uh, Quinn is going to go be assigned to the Information Bureau instead. Uh, and we go to Ginty and Deckham's final exam where they watch people play billiards. There's a montage of that. Uh, and they each have the like device that fucks with things. We see Ginty press it. We never see Deckham press it. Uh, Quinn approves of Deckham. And th- <laughs> Jesus, she's a lot too. Mm-hmm. I, I love Quinn. I wish we had more episodes with her. She likes to yeah, hear herself cool. talk. <laughs> Yeah, she's just like, like, ah, yeah, this Deckham guy seems pretty cool. I'm glad he's taken over. Just like in Nona's face and she just pushes her away. <laughs> like like she's done it a hundred times. I like how Nona's like, yeah, she gabs a lot. I like I like the word gab. Gab is a good word. Uh, they talk about how Deckham never pressed his button. He's like, my bad. I forgot. I was busy trying to figure out what they were thinking. Uh, and Ginty's like, that's dumb. Humans are dumb. Who cares? Showing a lot of emotion there, Ginty. Mm. Deckham, once again, reiterates uh, his respect for a fulfilled life. <laughs> and Ginty starts to talk again, and Nona slams his face into the bar. Fucking Nona <laughs> doing work. Also, I'm just saying, you guys, this is not how you treat your subordinates, okay? Please don't abuse them. I disagree. I uh, disagree highly. <laughs> Please take them to the side and tell them that, like, knock it off, okay? Listen, I'm just going to gonna opposite of Monkey this uh, this. <laughs> podcast this is how you treat people you also fuck your fans and i'm just kidding oh, oh my god <laughs> and piss yourself in front of idols mm-hmm. yes uh no one is like so could you tell what they were thinking he's like nope i got nothing <laughs> she's like yeah that makes sense yeah didn't weren't they like that's a good thing well she was like yeah i would expect you're still a novice um, but and then she kind of gives him the thing that he parrots later, where the extreme conditions are necessary to like draw out people's souls. Uh, and then she starts to muse about how there's different ways to judge people, and she thinks that's a good thing. Uh, Quinn tells Deckham to find something that you treasure. Oh, a hobby. Yeah. Well, no, just find something. She specifically says find something that you would treasure. I, I love the whole. I, I like the whole conversation with Quinn, where she's like, "Oh, you get to you get all my alcohol," and I just love this whole thing about the whole. whole and that's fine thing. because the the information bureau provides theirs for free, so you can have mine. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, is this where and, Nona's explaining everything? Yes. Oh god, the music in this scene is fantastic. It's so weird at the beginning, and then like it transitions to this like real smooth jazz vibe. I think the music in general in this series is like so good. The sad music in the next couple episodes or the next episode also great. Or might I even be actually? I think it's in this episode. Yeah. Uh, we come back to present day, and Ona's like, "Oh, okay, cool. So, do you have something that you treasure?" He's like, "Yeah, want to see?" And <laughs> she shows him all the mannequins, <laughs> or put him putting together and dressing a mannequin, and Ona's like. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's creepy. How do I respond to this? Cool, right? Yeah, fun. Woo. Uh, I do have a quick question before we yeah. get too far away. Um, When he was, uh, when I think Nona asked him, like, why didn't you hit the button on the remote? Uh-huh. Did we talk about that? Yeah, he says he forgot because he was too busy trying to figure out what they were thinking. Oh, yeah. I don't think he was distracted. What do you mean? Um, I truly think that he did that deliberately. Really? Yeah, I think even he though later he seems like very intent on that's how you're supposed to do things. Uh, yeah, you think, you think he started with the ideals that effectively Ona has, and then he got changed. Um, yeah, kind of. So I think this is a little bit like a I'm gonna go off the deep end on some free will. <laughs> do it. All right. So um, I believe that um, when he was quote unquote created or promoted or whatever you want to call it uh, into the Quindecim, and then he was doing his last Arbiter thing. Um, I think his initial, um, clearly Nona has something to do with this, right? And she believes that there's judgment can be passed in more than one way. So when she sees that her uh, underling, whatever whatever tie she has to Desim, is um, not doing what he needs to be doing or whatever, um, she's happy. I think I specifically remember her smiling when she didn't click the button. Mm-hmm. And then I believe that afterwards she kind of like, hey, like, you're supposed to press the button. <laughs> and then she also scolds him an episode beforehand, kind of like, hey, you're letting your, you're getting distracted again or whatever. Um, I think she's keeping him on the path uh, to see, like, she's actively putting up resistance to his, like, free will kind of thing to see how he reacts to that. I like it. Look at you. Or, you know, something like that. Fuck you. Have confidence in your theories. No, I 100% have confidence in this one. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Putting together the mannequins. <laughs> Ona is creeped out. Doesn't know <laughs> do, how to respond. She's like, what do I even say? <laughs> yeah. She's like, so this is your hobby then, huh? He's like, no, no, no this isn't my hobby. It's my treasures. <laughs> Would you like to see more? <laughs> and then she mannequins. shakes her head so furiously. So so the mannequin, though, is the first woman in the first episode, right? Uh, I don't think so. Really? I'm, sure. I'm pretty sure it's a bride. I don't remember that outfit, but maybe. That would make sense. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think it's the first woman because I think all the mannequins is all the ones he sent to the void. No, 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 no. All the mannequins are people that he says have lived a fulfilled life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, oh, did, does he say that? Yeah. That, that's his reasoning, basically. Well, it, it could be like you could read it a lot of ways that he picks and chooses or he does it for literally everybody. Okay. But basically his explanation is that it's past guests because he has respect for fulfilled lives. Mm-hmm. And because of the way their system works, he's eventually going to forget the guests, too. So he wants them to be remembered in some way, even when they're forgotten. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure the mannequin is the first, is the is the wife. So okay. I, I, I would believe that because this is the second time I remember he's saying fulfilled life, and he may have said it at the beginning. Yeah, this is like the third or fourth time he's talking about fulfilled lives. True. Yeah. I mean, if this is true, then you might be completely white, Anthony. Well, this this woman went to the void because she had a fulfilled life, and not a bad life, basically. 
this would support your theory. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> now you're asking me to think shit. <laughs> yeah. How dare we? I just like just like, God damn it, good or bad. Um, hey. before we move on from here, I just have to make sure we all acknowledge uh Ona's head shaking. It's so goddamn good. Mm-hmm. I find that because it was weird, not weird, but like because it was so exaggerated and like if I feel like when I remember stuff on anime, that means that I'm supposed to like that is clearly like an indication, kind of obviously. But uh, during her head shake, I was like, they are exaggerating the fuck out of this. It's almost like weird. Uh huh. And I was like, okay, so she's definitely not into this. No, that is how much she did not want to see more. <laughs> I wish she would have been like saying like I, I don't think this would have been as fun or I don't know if she was like shaking her head no and be like yeah <laughs> mm, nope that wouldn't have worked <laughs> just the aggressive like nope no thank you <laughs> nope. um girls day yes Nora Nona Jesus and Quinn are chilling at Nona's little lake house drinking wine and hanging out <laughs> we casually uh, drop a huge plot bomb yeah. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you hang out and drink. You drop plot bombs <laughs> on each other. Uh, Quinn, not too happy in the information bureau. Uh, they're overworked, and they don't do a great job because of it. Her own words, like, yeah, we just got to piece stuff together. It's, like, weird. It doesn't work out that well because we don't have enough time, and there's too many people dying, and so all the memories go, and they're all fucked up. And Yeah, this is not good at all. <laughs> not good. Uh, and then she's like, anyway, how's Deckham doing? She's like, oh, the one who has uh, emotional presence. Yeah. She's like, yeah, Jesus it's not going Christ. great. <laughs> and this is, yeah, this is where, yeah, they, they basically dropped that uh, emotions were implanted in Deckham by Nona. Red herring. Mm-hmm. Um, we learned that after the judgment has happened, the bodies turn back into dummies. Yep. Uh, and Deckham keeps them because he respects the full life. Yep. And that whole not forgotten thing. And Ona takes over making dinner, and she seems like she's warmed up to Deckham a little. Like she, she find she gets it. Mandica thing is creepy, but she gets it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just she's kind of smiling as she makes dinner, and we get a shot of Deckham from like the nose up, <laughs> where he has some kind of reaction <laughs> to her being happy making dinner. <laughs> Ginty, meanwhile, is yelling at Bayou. Yep. And Mayu's like, you know, your system's dumb. Like, of course people are going to look out for themselves. And then he's like, but but what about you then? He's like, but you're weird. And then just cuts away. And, and, no, it doesn't just cut away because he's like, so what about you then? And she's like, oh, yeah. Also, what's the void? Oh, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember it cutting like the or the subject changed very quickly. Yeah, she's just jumping around being like, man, this makes no sense. This is fucking dumb. Anyway, how about this, huh? I wrote down, so Ginty has his own slave and then I crossed it out and I put, I mean, human girl. Yeah. Who, who's ba- it's funny because she's basically echoing the same things that Ona is, but in the completely different way. <laughs> and yeah. Mami, is it Mamina? Mamine. Yeah, Mamine. cuddling up with her. Yeah, betrayed him. Yeah. I love how he's like, how dare you betray me? She's like, you're a jerk. <laughs> and Ginty just locks her to room. Yep. <laughs> Uh, fucking Ginty, man. Quinn and Nona are then talking about Deckham some more and the the concept of judgment and how <laughs> Deckham's like known as a little pet project and she thinks that there's there's got to be a better way to do their system. How can people that like were never alive pass judgment on dead people and like humanity's lives and stuff like that? And yeah, she just goes on a whole big 
musing of how they're, they're, they consider themselves like the absolute power in judging things that they don't even understand. Yep. And which is what Deckham is supposed to solve or having a bunch of different arbiters is supposed to solve. Um, I wonder if the system is going to be like an arbiter and a human at the end. Like they are partners or something like that. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Or maybe she brings it crashing down. That might be a thing too. I don't know. We talk about it at the end of the show. Yeah, I, I will refrain from all comments on that. Yeah. Uh, Ona, I just, I, I'm still not sold. This, I, I don't want a reaction, Chris. Hide your fucking face. I don't, I, I'm not sold that De- Deckham is the one with the emotions yet. I, I'm, I'm on Sal's like fucking, me and him are fishing for that red herring. Got our okay. fucking boat. Got our fucking, what, fishing rods. Fishing analogy insert here. Got my sock bay. Ooh-ha-ha. <laughs> Close enough. Uh, Ona wants to hear stories about the guests. <laughs> Sal's singing Rock the Boat in the back. And uh, Deckham's like, can't, I forgot about them all. Mm. Uh, meanwhile, he's chomping down. He's having a good old time eating that food. <laughs> Eventually, Ona's like, you could say something about the food. It's like, oh, it's good. You could say it like you mean it, I guess. It's like, oh, it's terribly good. <laughs> uh, Nona wakes up to Oculus in her face and is quite startled. Told you not to do that. Uh, and he's like, hey, we haven't been hanging out. Why not? It's almost like you're hiding something, huh? Jesus, let's get right to that point. The man's name is Oculus. <laughs> he's the closest thing to God. Mm. Uh, Nona brushes it off. He's like, eh, I'm too busy. Hang out with your stupid ass. Go bug somebody else. <laughs> then they mentioned, like, you sleep so peaceful, unlike Ken. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, you're even cute when you're sleeping, unlike Queen Quinn. <laughs> Dude, she's a fucking vibe over there, passed out with a wine bottle and shit. Hell yeah. I want more scenes with her. I, I absolutely love her. She's just a great person. I want more scenes with Skullface. Castra. Castra, yeah, I was trying to think of her name. Who's Castra? She's the person that was like overseeing all the deaths with the Skullface and the wine glasses. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I got you. That was such a cool scene. Uh, Oculus finds the Shavat book. And no one is just like, I liked it. So I had people bring it to me. That's weird that she can just do that. Yeah, that's a weird thing that they just drop. Like, oh, yeah, we can just send people out to get us things from the world, I guess. Yeah. Oh, is that from the world? I thought she just. That's kind of the implication. Yeah. Oh, wow. I thought they just like make it and they give it to her. I mean, maybe, but the way they say it, like now nah, someone went and got it. Okay. Uh, Nona starts to have doubts in her process. Like, mm, maybe I. Or she, I think she literally thinks, oh, I botched this. Yep. Yeah. Ona is sleeping with Shavat next to her. We get our credits, and the after credit scene is Nona asking for something from Castra. Uh, she bribes her with <laughs> gifts, whatever that means. Goodies, I believe, is the phrase. Yeah, goodies. I think it's lollipops. Um, and she wants a special case. She says, there was never much time to begin with. An ominous phrase. Yeah. And that is where episode seven ends. Also, the mention of the special arbiters. Yes, yes. Castro's like, that case is supposed to go to special arbiters. And Nona's like, but goodies, I'll give you goodies if you give it to my boy Deckham. Ooh, okay. So that's really cool. Interesting. Anything else on episode seven? Nope, I gotta turn the page. Episode eight, Death Rally. Uh, they're doing the dishes, Deckham and Ona, that is, and they get memories. 
<laughs> deck him once again. Hmm, that's odd. <laughs> uh, he goes and calls Nona and is like, hey, there's a guest coming who killed somebody? <laughs> I'm not supposed to handle those cases. <laughs> I think he's doing this out loud too, right? Yeah, he's on the phone with yeah, Nona. Yeah, because she's like, and then, or because own is Ona? Yeah. She or whatever like, you want to call her. Yeah, dark haired girl is like, what? And Nona is just like, ah, everyone else is busy. You got this. Just handle it. <laughs> He's like, okie dokie, I guess. Uh, throughout this whole sequence and through uh, the introduction of the characters, there's this like really cool static happening with the background music as well that I love. Uh, the guests arrive, and Ona's like, so which one is it? And Deckham does not answer. And she gives them both a mean fucking glare. Uh, Did you guys guess? Yeah, go ahead. I know, Monkey, you had to have guessed, right? Yeah, I was thinking it was the young guy. I'm like, there's no way they're going to put this fucking young guy that looks like he's not killed somebody. Of course he killed somebody. I I circled the nervous guy, but only if they make it seem like the stoic guy did it. (laughs) Stoic. Yeah, what did I say? Stoic. Close enough. I mean, I obviously already knew, but I think it's really smart. (laughs) Kind of the way they do it where obviously, yeah, you're going to think that, oh, it's this nervous guy or the, the young kid, the one who we wouldn't think is the murderer. But then they yep. immediately be like, oh, he's the murderer. So then you think, oh, maybe it is the other guy. <laughs> no, I was like, it's the kid. And then I was right. That's how I want to say. I was right. Technically, I don't think anyone could be wrong here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unless, unless they were like, just kidding. Neither of them was a murderer. <laughs> I, I was it was one of those things we hit the fucking end. It was like both the motors are like motherfucker. They got me again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, of course, both the the motor like <laughs> that would only make sense. Also, like when they do the whole thing with like um, what's called at the end where they go through the whole pixels and everything. I was like, I still don't know what's going on. I don't know who's being killed. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Like. These supposed to mean something? How does he understand the fact that these guys are mortals? I, I don't know. <laughs> we should get on with the beginning. Uh, yeah, the, the, they only remember, the young guy remembers that he was headed somewhere. Uh, and so was the older guy. They do their usual <laughs> I was exploring. heading somewhere too. Yeah, I was also going somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, by the way, the hits keep fucking coming, guys. Shimada is voiced by I think someone we've talked to oh yeah he's voiced by our old friend Reagan mm. nice wait Shimada nice. is that that's not the detective right that's the no that's the kid yeah yeah the kid Holy he's fuck. voiced by Reagan and also uh, since I said we were going to talk about Diamond is a Breakable for Han Kishibe really yep how do I not recognize these voices these are iconic voices but uh, the other guy uh, Tatsumi the detective is voiced by everyone's favorite dad Colonel Mace Hughes ooh Good. And also my personal favorite uh, psychopathic murderer, Ladruso. <laughs> Don't know who that is. He's from Bacano. Um, he just sounds garbage. Okay. Also ACDC. Oh, dope. So yeah, both these guys pretty good. Um, the older guy we learned. Oh, the the kid opens his bag. And there's a bloody towel and knife. He's like, oh no, this seems bad. Uh, the older guy is the detective. Seems even worse for him. <laughs> Deckham hits them with the mannequin intimidation again, mm. and the detective. And Shimada go off to talk. The detective says he can judge people by the looks in their eyes. Deckham is not a murderer, but he's also not a liar. They do their roulette and they get air hockey. And holy shit, you guys, that air hockey table. I'm just going to say, we all been waiting for air hockey to pop out. Okay. I was waiting. 
I was waiting so many episodes for El Hockey. I'm like, I'm wondering if they're gonna do something cool with El Hockey. I'm wondering if it's gonna be dope. Like, Darts was man, bowling was fantastic. Twister was eh. Like, I was like, oh, wait. I'm like, El Hockey, let's go. I was disappointed. It's not done I was yet. Hoping f- yeah, it's True. not done yet. But I, I, I was like, I don't know. I was, I was looking for the L hockey. I think I hyped it up too much, guys. I think that's, I think that's on <laughs> that's, me. Yeah, that's on me. <laughs> it's on me. And honestly, I'm not saying that as a like, oh, you just wait and see, because I honestly do not remember. So <laughs> I guess it couldn't have been that good. But the table is sick as fuck. Mm-hmm. Got yeah, skulls on dope. it. It has a button on it that just plays a random Iron Maiden song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, red. There are red and blue pucks worth more points if you score on your own color. Uh, and they're linked to organs, which doesn't mean anything up to this point. Oh, I'm just saying this score system. I actually like this score system. Good course scoring system. It's pretty neat. Listen, they did not yeah. use the United States Air Hockey Association scoring system. How the fuck do you what know? You're that? too busy bowling instead of playing air hockey. Hold on a second. I gotta you shut your that. damn mouth. I got to close the tab now. That joke's done. <laughs> I also keep a tab open with all my jokes that I'm prepared to make. Mm-hmm. It was the only tab I had open. Uh, Shimada scores. It gets double points. Uh, Tatsumi then scores, and Shimada has a flashback to his parents' funeral, and he's comforting his younger sister. So sad. Uh, he recalls playing air hockey with his sister, where they would just go and play mm. and rally until time ran out so they could keep playing. Such a good idea. <laughs> uh, yep. This doesn't make me sad at all. No, I wouldn't. I was wondering how bad they were going to do, like, what they were going to do to her. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Fuck you, crying out loud. Can we stop fudging people? <sighs> She's alive. Yeah, I don't know. I I was just bummed out this whole episode. That's all. I was just bummed out. I just, I was having a good time. That was L hockey. <laughs> and then we had this, this fucking abuse thing. I'm, and then aggravated assault. I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm just tired. <laughs> Good news. Happy. Uh, good news for the last four. <laughs> well, the last four people have said that it's supposed to make you cry. So let's see if this is going to happen or not. I'm on fucking board. I, 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 I'm very worried that I've hyped it up too much. But I, after finishing this episode, I thought about the ending again and I got emotional. Mm. So literally openly weeping during the first time I watched it. I was just saying, I, I mean, I cried in Golden Logan three times. So, like, I don't know how, like, it depends if I get pissed off or not. I don't know. Yeah. I cried once in Golden Logan when it what? was over. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Oh, my God. Fuck you, dude. Tears and everything you represent. Oh, uh, just kidding. During the first eight episodes, I yawned so much. It was kind of like crying. <laughs> um, also, my man's got pretty good form. Um the younger guy, he's really good at like the quick jabbing motions. Yeah, you gotta be, bruh. What if you had some practice in the <laughs> life with quick jabbing motions? Mm. Oh my god. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> uh, so D- Deckham looks over at Ona and my man, starting to learn some humanity, just sees a little off look on her face like, you not feeling well? What's up? And she's like, don't use your remote. Um, they talk about emotions and judgment where she's like, man, you you do the remote and shit like you can't you're not gonna get the real thing you can't do it and he's basically but I have to and she's like that's bullshit and they do that conversation but the remote's broken and yeah yeah and he does go but it's broken anyway so I can't but I would because <laughs> it's right and I have to it's my job oh, I didn't get that from here 
Again, with the whole remote thing, what's the fucking point? They have to what's draw the out the darkness of people's souls. Why are we playing these fucking games then? Like To draw out the darkness in their souls. It doesn't... If the game doesn't do it, why are we doing it? I don't know how many times Why, why don't this. we just, like, fucking hang these both people and, like, whoever sounds better, we're gonna... We're, I, like, these games are pointless. These games are completely pointless. Okay, if you I just had, had literally the worst idea, potentially of all time, in the history of all existence in the universe. <laughs> no, dude. No, dude. Is this, this, this thing, is this not, like... This is not a good metric to judge your thing upon. The yes, you that's have, the point. <laughs> yeah, the fact that you have to have a fucking remote to, like, mess with them is the dumbest point ever. All, all, Owens, all I'm saying, this system doesn't work. Yeah. I, we, it's such a bad system. Like, God damn. It's not like it's you're not yelling at the show for what the show is saying. Yeah, dude. I can't agree with show? you. Fucking, like... Oh my gosh! <laughs> Fucking this is so weird, God, dude. Yeah, what's happening? It'd be like me being like, "Why, Gurren Lagann, aren't they fighting the aliens?" They're like, "You are." Well, why did they do it better? <laughs> I'm just fed up with the system. It's not I got good news for you. So are they? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm known as on it. Don't worry. I wonder what happened to her whole life to make this happen. No, She's no. a dummy. She's yeah. an arbiter. Oh, so you think? Full being an arbiter is what puts this in motion. Oh, I don't know. I don't okay. know. I don't know uh, if the arbiters have souls. Hmm. Yeah, I, f- I forget if there's anything we learn more about Nona. Actually, we'll find out in under seven days. Yeah. Uh, but they take their break. Is the heart? The heart he says, "Think about the hardest thing about being a detect- detective." And Shimada's is like, "I don't know, coming home." Little dumbass. It's fighting <laughs> the yakuza. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, Tatsumi's like the emotions. Nothing can prepare you for the emotions of like talking to like the next of kin and stuff. Uh, and he concludes that Deckham doesn't feel emotion, but they need to keep playing because maybe they'll learn something. I like how he phrased it like, Will you cooperate with me? I was like, Don't, don't talk unless you got a lawyer. <laughs> wow. I wonder if Japan's like that. Uh, where like, like in America, like everyone's like, Fucking lawyer up, bro. Oh, because they're like, hey, I'm just gonna go straighten this out. <laughs> Because I know in some countries in Europe, like you're guilty into proven in- innocent. So Jesus Christ, uh, the the Korean and Japanese judicial systems famously very bad, actually. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Um, Shimada has a flashback to his sister starting high school. Who's ready to feel really bad? Uh, he has a quick change in demeanor as they start to play again, and he scores. Tatsumi has a flashback to him getting home and finding a dead presumably murdered woman uh, and he collapses and they take another break <laughs> and Deckham is like mm, this is taking a while uh, they're going real slow we're gonna have to speed things up here uh, Ono wants to see the memories too and Deckham's like yeah sure I'll put in a request put in a formal request yeah Tatsumi has a memory of a birthday with his wife where she got him new shoes them shoes is clean too mm-hmm and then he devolves into his obsession with the case. And there's a change, a big change in Tatsumi. Like, he goes Dude. full fucking zombie face. When he comes back and, like, he's looking at his shoes, I was like, and, like, they're kind of tattered now. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the dead woman was his wife, right? Yeah. He's looking yeah, for the wife's killer. Okay, okay. And then we get final form Tatsumi. Tatsumi scores and Shimada gets a memory of coming home to find that Sai, <laughs> his sister, has been assaulted. And he changes 
basically to like the exact same demeanor as Tatsumi. He or and then Deckham comes in and is like, okay, you guys are taking too long. We're gonna change the link format now. Uh the skulls start chattering. The fucking siren. <laughs> Siren's so good, dude. I want this air hockey table. I don't you link it to my organs if you have to. <laughs> uh but yeah, then the pucks get linked to organs. Basically the same rule as darts <clears throat> yeah. is how it's talked about. And they start talking like I think Tatsumi asked Shimada, like, hey man, what are you gonna do when you what do you have to do when you get out of here? And Shimada's like, Well, a stalker that the police refused to deal with attacked my sister, so gonna fucking get them. It's a fucking A-cab. <laughs> and Tatsumi's like, hey, cool, someone killed my wife, so I'm also gonna do a murder when I get out of here. <laughs> I'm also going to do a murder. Um, and that is where that episode ends. We go to after the credits. Ona gets her, the memories, collapses on the floor as we get a quick flash of a bunch of different things that happened, which you could go back and pause, but I did not. Nah. Uh, I tried to, still did not know what was going on. She's having a terrible time with this and goes, they're both killers. Mm. And that is where that episode ends. So before we get into like any other stuff, I I just want to ask you guys real quick. What do you think happened with these two? Oh, before that. So I think it's kind of funny because now I think about it like in the past tense or whatever. Uh of course, both these guys are killers. Why would you judge somebody to a killer to a non-killer? That makes complete sense. Like judging two killers at the same time. I don't like, think. I don't think they decide though. I think it's just people who died at the same time just get randomly paired up. Well, I know that's pretty obvious. That well, I don't think that that's what they said. But then we also see that one girl, uh, like she can be like, okay, we'll send these two. Well, I think she has like the pairings, and then she decides where they go. Was was the implication I took? I guess they could pair them up on purpose. Well, I I think they could pair up like the killers to non killers. You know, saying like, oh yeah, I yeah, killing, I think you guys are probably right, actually. Yeah, because I think killing is like a completely different like wavelength comparatively to everybody else. So you think they always pair killers with killers? I think so. I don't think they do. Yeah, I wouldn't. No, think I so mean, either. it's weird because like if you think about it like this, like the killer. If a killer gets paired up with a non-killer, like you, you won't be able to um, get out as much information from the non-killers because the the killer is like, well, I have already killed, so I might as well just go all the way with it. You know I, what I'm saying? So that's not how it works. So I think I, I think you're onto the right thing. I don't think it has to do with killing. I think that they, if they do do any type of pairing, it's going to be based on like, like on an initial like memory thing. How hard are these people going to be to like? Like, I think they have to have the same stakes involved for there to be a good game to determine judgment. Mm-hmm. So, like, in for instance, this one just happens to work out really well because both of them, not like, they happen to be killers, but both of them, like, their stakes are, okay, we're both going to get out of this. And it's like, I understand you got your thing. I got my thing. Let's see what happens. Like, could you imagine if, like, one of the killers was paired with uh, Mayu? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, it just wouldn't be a fucking thing. Like, she would just be like, whatever, you can win. And, like, we'd get nothing out of the judgment. So, I think they mm-hmm. have to pair s- stakes, not necessarily, like, you know, bad and bad. They just, they have to make sure that the people's, the, the stakes yeah. involved have to be high enough for them to get out the shit. I mean, I guess that makes a lot more sense in Anthony's point of view. Yeah, yeah that, that makes sense. All right, at least minimal in entertainment value, we have to do that, at least. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you think, what do you think happened with these guys? 
Um, what happened to them? Like, yep. So, so they a stent, they both killed somebody. We know that is a hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. And they are both dead. We know mm-hmm. that is a hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. Um, I and they were both getting revenge. We know that is a hundred percent true. Or, or either out for revenge or achieved revenge. I'm, I'm going to say it's going to be really weird if one of these guys killed themselves. I can't see the brother doing it. Maybe the detective, but I can't see the detective doing. I don't it think either. they killed themselves. But they, yeah, yeah, they wouldn't consider that a killer because we already had someone who committed suicide. Yeah, no, th- that doesn't matter. You, they killed somebody and then they off themselves at the end. Yeah, homicide, sure. suicide okay. thing. I mean, you still, you still a murderer if you kill somebody. If you kill yourself, you still kill that person. Or yeah, I guess. it's really weird that you think that's different. Well, he did, he didn't know you were going to mention the homicide first, but um, <laughs> I think the brother got the. Uh, I think the brother achieved his goal. Of successfully doing revenge, and then was uh, like I think it was in a public setting, and the cops like wound up killing him, just being a public you know nuisance or whatever. Not nuisance, mm-hmm. obviously belittles that, but I couldn't think of the proper word. Uh, being a public threat, and then I think the uh, the cop uh, has some type of like car accident. Really, on the way to like yeah, some type of accident befalling him before he actually can succeed. Like I just I just see him like being blinded with rage. But he killed somebody. Uh, yeah, I mean, he could, uh, okay, yeah, okay, well, I'll say, I'll keep my theory alive and say he hit someone with a car as he was, like, swerving out. That would be, that wouldn't be murder, though, and as we saw, that doesn't count from the very first episode. Mm, that's true. Okay, come back to me. <laughs> my dad's real, because the first episode, the, the guy definitely murdered the woman. But it wasn't on purpose. He didn't try to kill her. That's the difference. Um, potatoes and oranges, okay? Yep, totally different. Thank you. Yep. They both any, make any, any theories on like what, what's going on with these two, Monkey? No, it's so weird. I kind of want to do really dumb theory. I don't know if this is the thing. I don't know if I saw raining behind a fucking kid, the kid killer. I don't know if I saw raining, but I kind of want to say he got a cold and died from a cold. I just, I know this is not like a thing. My man caught the Rona. Like, it's, it's really dumb, but I'm like, my head is like saying that, but like that makes no sense. So either way, the kid maybe gets maybe the guy is from a gang and he gets killed like with a gang, which is really weird because in Japan, like that's weird. But I don't know, like that could be true. The thing is the kid had the mortal weapon on him when he died. So it's like it's doing the act. Mm, that's a that's a good connection, yeah. So it could be gang related, but like I saw the flashbacks and he was by himself with the guy. So it could be like construction site and like the fucking thing fell on them which is really dumb I've seen that in two animes the fucking what's it called the Goro or the Iron Goro I'm wondering if that's the thing (laughs) because like I've seen too much anime and they have killed people like this several times I could remember at least two anime this happens and this is so uh, fun to me because like literally like in no way indicating how close or far or right or wrong you guys are. But I ask you for theories and you're both like, okay, so they're both wily coyotes. <laughs> no, it's Tatsumi so weird. Because- tried to set a trap and then he fell down a cliff. That's no, no, no. It's so weird. I could say the detective, I'm going to say with the detective, he dies from a gunshot wound. Like he was fighting guy. He like, he gets shot during the process and dies from a gunshot wound. I'm going to say detective does simple like that. But like, I don't know about the fucking kid. I'm wondering if it's a fucking gang-related thing, which is weird. Um, I like the code idea. <laughs> I like him getting a code afterwards. It just dies from that. Or his fucking sister's sobbing. He's like, you shouldn't have gotten revenge. Like, you killed yourself, basically. Which is super fucked up. But, like, 
I love their gallo humor. Um, yeah, humor. Ah. I think that's what they're going for with this one. I also think, again, like not trying to indicate anything. I also I think it's really funny that <laughs> you both have seem to have like, yeah, we got all the information we need. There's going to be oh, no dude. more revelations in the stories of these guys. Oh, no. The Owens, the thing is, you asked us a question, and with everything that we have in our proposal, we can we can try to figure something out. You, you didn't tell us you didn't tell us to watch the fucking future episode. Didn't make a fucking theory. You tell us to make a theory with the information that we have right now. I just know your theory formulating process is just fun to me. I think Chris <laughs> uh, has like a weird fetish with this kind of shit because I've been listening to other episodes and he always asks about theories and stuff like that. And then I'm always like, I don't know if I have the correct information. You're like, just do it anyway, motherfucker. Yeah, that's the fun of <laughs> theories. I, that's the whole I point. Think, I think he just likes, I think he just like has some, I don't, I don't want to call it sick. I just think he has a weird. You can call it sick. It probably is. Okay. It's some sick sense of like, I want to see him, them, not fail, but just like, it's just no, so no, weird. Fail. No, I, no, I, I want to see you guys get it right. Actually, that'd be amazing to me. And then, and then he has the audacity to be like, you guys have, you think you have all the right information. We don't, don't have the right information. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's so weird, right? That this guy does it like that. Like he's laughing at us when we were trying to make like educated guests. Putting like, ourselves I'm out be, there. Yeah. I'm trying to be like Sherlock in this motherfucker. And Owen's just like, fuck you. You're wrong. And I'm like, Bro, okay, dude. You, I don't want to talk about body language once. You ain't Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> oh, dude. I'm so like all the way. I take that Coke and I soft cases. First of all, Sherlock was heroin. Oh, was it heroin? Yeah. God damn, I got that long. I take a lot of fucking black tar heroin and I soft cases. Metal? Nope. It wasn't black no. tar. So any uh any final thoughts on this set of episodes? Questions? I'm pumped as fuck. I'm just gonna say, um, what's it called? Episode ten, his uh, the his sister comes into the decium, whatever it's called. You think there's gonna be a third person? No, <laughs> no fucking shot. Yeah, there's no shot. I don't know what's happening in the last few episodes. It's so weird because, like, we know the story. Like, we don't know the story, but we know that Deckham is like not behind us, but Nona is behind us, and she's trying to change the system with. So he's completely right because the system is bad. We all agree with that. Mm-hmm. We know that there's a godlike figure who's behind it, who's like... Bro, Oculus is just fucking around playing pool. Yeah, I, the thing is, I think he's more into it than he's not. I think he knows what's happening. He's like, fuck it, let's see if this actually happens or not. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think... It's real. Because this guy looks like a fun guy until you piss him off and he becomes the worst guy ever. I don't know. He has that look for me. Sure. And like, I'm wondering, he can't really Tony. God can't really be evil. So, really, have you heard about? <laughs> I'd that? say not really. I'd say the most Testament. religions, gods are fairly evil. Who? Have you read the uh, what the, the New Testament or Old Testament? Yeah, uh, the thing with the Old Testament is that's like humans making up stuff. It's not like oh, weird. Not what a god. fucking concept. <laughs> yeah, it's not even God that's doing it. It's humans that's doing it. So I don't believe anything that humans has wrote. So like. That to me, that makes no sense. I've played enough JRPGs where gods are the enemy. So, <laughs> do you know how many times? I think at least one per episode you go, I've played enough JRPGs and then insert theory here about <laughs> it. I, I've played enough on JRPGs <laughs> where Gordos fall down and, uh, yeah, and somebody yeah. kills them. <laughs> I've played enough JRPGs where the main character gets a cold. Listen, I'm a drawing. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. They don't die from it, but man, they get them. God, quick side note. Uh, you mentioned Ishtola and Thangrid from Final Fantasy XIV and like the introduction of Hyoka. 
Why? Two of the uh, characters played oh, those the voice characters. actors. Yeah. Nice. Sorry, just a. But yeah, no final thoughts on the episode. <laughs> uh, there, there are. I think, if I remember correctly, some like interesting theories that I read about from the first time I watched this, which are sadly like really centered around some of the stuff talked about in this set of episodes that I can't talk about yet. Mm-hmm. So if I fail to mention them in the next set, please try and remind me. Because I think they're interesting to think about. Unless I watch them again and realize that those theories are fucking stupid. But uh, other than that, um, I'm pumped for the final four episodes. I'm pumped as fuck, dude. I'm, I'm going oh, I'm to get me like a little bit of liquor. Make sure I got some tissues ready to go. Oh my god, this guy's in this tissue. Nice and fucking... Dude, just use your fucking hand to wipe away your fucking tears, Not, okay? Sometimes What's it's too you? many, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm expecting, I, like, I might get a towel. Fuck, I'm, I might, dude. I, I'm, I, I, I exaggerate a lot. I'm not exaggerating when I say I literally cried during the last episode. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. The, yeah, make sure the, not the collar of my shirt was wet at the end oh, of the episode. Shit. Oh my god! Like I was, I didn't, I wasn't ready, dude. I had, I needed something to like dab my eyes and shit. No, no. What's the sad part is it, it has to deal with Deckham, and like that means he doesn't live this. You like. You literally spoiled me with that. He you doesn't are live to this. Think what you want? I don't think he lives this, and I don't. I don't know. I know he just does not. He does not come out of this unscathed. I don't know if he goes to another dimension or something like that. I don't think. Maybe this whole thing falls apart. I'm just gonna give a guess right now. Deckham is the fucking kid in that book, and fucking Black Hell Girl is the other. Is the other person in that book? Do you mean literally? That's who I think it is. I think I don't know how time works in this fucking world, mm-hmm. but these two people died at separate times and like they're together in this afterlife somehow. Interesting. Okay. And I think that's how it is. Like I think that's what it is because this, like, why are we getting this fucking book? This book like means nothing. The story's not good. Like this story is a fucking children's story. Uh, because like, it, because Ona used to have it read to her as a kid. Yeah, still not a good book. But I mean, that's why we have it. I mean, it's 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 no it's no Brandon Sanderson is what I'm trying to say, okay? Bro, I would have um, fucking hated those when I was like four years old. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm just saying, I think I think the book is like I think the guy is Deckham, and I think the goal is that it might be a simple like thing, but like in my head, I think this is the thing because like fucking the book is snowy. We know the fucking goal is an ice skater, but you basically told me she was an ice skater. And the fucking opening does. Yeah, I don't see how I did. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know. I think this whole book is the key. I think it's the fucking two people. Either we change the system or we don't. I think the system, if they do change it, I think it's going to be two orbitals, one human, one other person for a few years. One cat. They, they have to, mm, one animal. I don't want to limit it to just cats. We, yes. Why is there a fucking cat in this world? It's so weird the fact that there's a cat. I love the fucking cat. First of all, first of all, username. Mm. What is it? It's Memine. Memine. Okay, Memine. But I, that's what I think is going to happen. But like the fact you said it's sad. I cry at everything. I didn't say it was sad. Mm, I think Deckham either loses or we find out these two people are like together and meant to be together. Which is just a sappy story. So I don't know. No, I think I know exactly what the feeling is going to be. And I'm going to fucking ball my eyes up. Oh my god, nothing. I well, think wait, it's think gonna it be a tragic back. I don't know what it's gonna be, but it's gonna be a tragic backstory between like two main characters. Don't really know which ones yet, but I think it's gonna still end like in a happy kind of thing, and it's just gonna make me fucking lose it. 
Okay, we need to end this episode. I can't <laughs> talk about the end of Death Parade anymore. I'm going to fucking explode. <laughs> See you next time on First Anime. See you next time on My First Anime. <laughs>thanks as always for listening we decided to smash through fate and forge our own futures by launching a patreon you can check that out over on patreon.com slash my first anime where hopefully by this point we figured out some cool shit to do or if you would just like to leave us a review and uh rating on wherever you get your podcasts that helps as well and also i am winging this you know also has wings twiddle so at us at my first anime and other shenanigans talk about how awesome i am that's salvador awesome monkey just really just leave comments about me is what i'm asking for i'm also plugging i guess my stream on uh, twitch.tv slash uh, st monkey with a zero and if you want to email us uh, our email address is my first anime podcast at gmail.com and you can check out pictures of my cat on instagram and twitter under the handle of sir paper plate See you next time on my, my first, first anime. anime. <laughs> Did it in one. Did Perfect.